Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis blues. Show podcast powered by Dobbs for the best price and value on quality tires at expert auto service. Get into Dobbs today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. It is Tuesday, June the 16th, 2020. Sun is shining. I don't see any clouds in the sky currently. Huh? Going to be a nice day today? It is. Garges? Pretty much just like yesterday, even a little cooler. Yeah, yesterday was Garges. Yeah, a little cooler today too, huh? Yeah. Nice. You go swim with the kids yesterday? I did. It was not that fun. No. <laughs> it, too, was, uh, it was ice cold in that cold. Water. I mean, it was okay, but every once in a while, the sun would go away and a breeze would hit, and I'd go, and I'm dead. Mm. <laughs> oh, neighborhood pool? Yeah. Oh, right on. Mm. The kids enjoy it? Oh, man, they had a blast. Or they were in and out. Oh, Two no. called dad. They were, they were my, well, my son hates being in the water, but my daughter is a fish, man. She yeah. loved it. My son's the, the guy where, like, you know, once you hold on to him, he's like, legs wrapped around you, digging nails into your back, like, don't let him go. Mm. And I finally convinced him to, like, hey, hold my hands and I'll walk around. 
and you can kick your feet and kind of get that going. And he got, I mean, a drop of water in his mouth, and you would have thought that I ripped his head off his body. <laughs> hey, He's got to throw him in, right, Chad? Just throw him in. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out. He'll be okay. And then as soon as, as soon as that happened, he looked at me. He said, "Daddy, I want you to leave." I said, "Okay." All right. Yeah, I so found I out know. my my mother-in-law likes huh. the um, the water temperature ninety degrees. 90 degrees. Wow. She only sit in hot tubs or? At what point does it become a bath? Or at what point does a pool become a hot tub? At what temperature? Right about there. Right about yeah, there. I don't huh? think, yeah. I think she's 90. Right she says she doesn't like the feeling of getting in and being cold first. Huh? I, I am with her there, but not on 90. 86 is about where yeah, I like I mean, it. you get used to it. Which it, 86 initial, is too warm for most people. It's an initial shock, and then that's the refreshing part almost. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if she's up in the Jersey area and, you know, I don't know, maybe 90 is better up there. I don't know. When it's 90, it just feels like everybody's urinated in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that temperature. You go, oh, okay. I it's like when you're at a public pool and a little kid swims by and you get that that uh, that warm yeah. That warm jet stream. Oh, who does that for real happen to? <laughs> Everybody in a public pool. Gross. That's yeah. the temperature I've, of the inside of your bladder. Okay, that great. makes me want to vomit. <laughs> I remember we went to that uh, that Disney cruise that one year. And uh, there and, and you've been to a Disney cruise, right? Yeah. There are two pools that were on the big deck. There was one the big pool and there was one like the kitty pool. The kitty pool shaped like Mickey Mouse's head. Right. So uh, my kids, I, I think my daughter was one. My son was, you know three or four years old, so they were in the kiddie pool. And I said, kids, don't put your face in that water. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not, I, it, it might as well just stick your head in the toilet. Ugh. And I remember putting my feet in that thing, and it, it, I know it's shallow water, and we were in the Caribbean, and I know it was probably, it was probably in the 90s as it was, the water temperature, but all I think was I'm putting my feet in urine. Uh. That's it. It's just, uh. it's just a basin of little kid urine, and that's what I got my feet in. Although my eczema cleared up, which well, was great. Good. good. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Smell weird, but you it look was, great. Yeah, it was a, you know, a while ago. But, but what's, your, what's your water temperature at? Uh, right now it's at 82 or 82. Too cold for you, right? Uh, well, I mean, if if it's a super hot day, that's perfect. I'm just super. I'm just a wuss. So if it's been, you know, in the 70s like it has right now, mm. 70s and 80s, it needs to be 86 for me. 82 is the minimum for me to get in. 86 is oh, I, I can stay in. This is this is wonderful. Well, I do appreciate you uh, inviting all of us over yesterday for for a pool party. <laughs> I know you couldn't get in touch with Jeff because uh, <laughs> because the T-Mobile T-Mobile had an outage yesterday. A little bit. Did they really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. There were, there were two major companies that had outages yesterday nationwide. T-Mobile oh, was I mean, the big. I did one. invite you. Well, it was actually Verizon, <laughs> Sprint. <laughs> Verizon, Sprint, AT&T, and uh, U.S. Cellular customers had issues. But, I mean, compared to T-Mobile, that's baby stuff. And that's you, Jeff, huh? T-Mobile. Uh, Metro by T-Mobile, but yeah, yeah, it's under the same umbrella. Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. I didn't. The funny thing is, you don't realize it because, with in my instance, the phone was working fine to make phone calls, but I just couldn't get text messages. Hmm. I was getting emails. I was I could make phone calls, but I just couldn't get text messages. And it's funny because you know uh, my my phone probably doesn't have the same kind of traffic as your guys does. But eventually, you go, mm, I'm not getting any text messages here, and nobody's replying to me. 
And it lasted quite a while until I went to bed, I think. Yeah. Well, they were saying 2 o'clock St. Louis time. Uh, they had received more than, I guess there's a website called Down Detector where people would go and say, I'm, you know, I got no service. So Down Detector had more than 100,000 reports as of 3 o'clock Eastern, so 2 o'clock, uh, 2 o'clock Central Damn. about T-Mobile. And they hadn't fully restored service until about midnight tonight. Wow. Midnight Tuesday. So it, what was it? So it wasn't just T-Mobile's problem if other carriers were T-Mobile was the big right? one. And you, and you, you got to wonder how that stuff happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how does it uh, all, you know, affect one carrier barely, but the other one I really don't know. Bad. Some Homer Simpson fell asleep at the... Uh, I was going to say, somebody yeah. kicked out an extension cord. That's it. Yeah, he fell asleep at his <laughs> <Oops>. desk. <laughs> yeah, there was an alarm going off. He poured coffee on it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? Yeah, it got to where I had to email you last night. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I said uh, this email, and I, I was going to text it to him. I'm like, well, I, apparently he's not going to get it. But I had um, uh, uh, my oldest uh, boyfriend came over last night for dinner and uh, decided to grill. And I just got back from a run to where I was like, I don't know if the world still exists because I was getting no text messages. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got home. I showered real quick and got ready. And went down to the deck to, to start, you know, to get the grill going and get the burgers going and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and I realized that I just had a T-shirt, shorts on, and flip-flops on. Okay. And I was standing in front of the grill, and I looked down, and I saw my feet, bare feet, with flip-flops on. And I started thinking, I wonder if this would flip you out or not. No. Like, if I invited you over for, for a grill night on the deck, and you walked in, and I was, you know, I was dressed okay and everything, but I had flip-flops on, no, and you could see house. my toes. So if I if you could see my toes and I'm grilling for you, you're okay with That's that. That's fine. You know, in, in a in a certain setting, it's first of all your house, you're grilling. I think it's for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't go. Ew, I could see his toes. Mm-hmm. I'm unclean while I'm making your meat for you. No, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. No, I wouldn't mm. think about it. I, I wouldn't th- think about it. I thought you guys that flip out about seeing feet would be. Would be all. I think that's a setting that, oh, no, no, that no, it's okay. Yeah, and I don't mind seeing feet. I just don't like seeing feet touching things that I'm going to touch later. I would not grill the burgers with my feet. So. Right, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Learned, yeah, like, I know what you're if saying. You, if, yeah. you, if you feet up on something, yeah. If you bare, kick yeah. the the flops off and you put your feet on the back of my chair, yeah, you're disgusting. That's right. awful. What are you doing? I'm gonna I'm probably cruise, put got, my hand there. I got uh, flip flops. I cruise around the house. I think actually one time were you guys over and I had them on. Oh, a slip and slide. Oh yeah, slip yeah. and slide yeah. day. Yeah, that makes sense, though. You were basically a water park that day, so that's what you would wear to a water yeah, park. Yeah, my house right? finally recovered. Oh. My lawn. Did it? Yeah, most of it grew back. Oh, we're still That missing. was two years ago. <laughs> we're wow. still missing big spots. Two years ago from the slip and slide of my house. Worth it or not? No. <laughs> now for the day, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun for the day. That giant slip and slide we had at my house. That was awesome. With that big, you know, we had a big, big tarp we laid down, and uh, man, that burnt my lawn. Oof! Mm. It was a hot. It was a hot one that day too. Was that Fourth of July? Warm. That was Fourth of July. Yeah, that yeah. was fun yeah. times. That was Fourth of July two years ago. Oh my gosh! Remember shooting off the fireworks and stuff? Holy cow! Yeah, that was crazy. And we built the adult slip and slide, and it was it was fun for the kids until the adults got drunk and got on it, and then little kids were getting taken out. There were some tears. There was a shift where we were like, "All right, kids." Uh, Get out of the way. Time for the adults. And Bar, then bars uh, closed. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> and there were some parents that didn't care that there were kids still on there. 
Just, just clearing them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clearing them out. Ah. And then we we rolled up the tarp, and there was, I mean, just two giant brown strips. Mm. The length of the lawn. I go, oh, God. It's over. What did I do? Oh, God. What did I do? Finally came back. And most of it. It's about 95%. 95% come back, but never again. Never again. We had our fun. Never again. That's it. One time. Uh, Speaking of fun, and we had talked about this. We had talked about this a couple weeks ago. There was an article uh, posted on the food website, uh, eater.com. Title, The End of the Breakfast Buffet. I think that's it. I think now that Eater's written about it, I think it's over. And they're and they're they're more specifically talking about hotel breakfast buffets, where you pay a certain price for your room. It comes with the hotel breakfast buffet in the morning, and it's your it's your standards, your your disgusting runny eggs, and uh, maybe you know a couple things of oatmeal, already pre-made. Mm-hmm. You know, on the soup warmer. Maybe some sausage links, maybe uh, mm-hmm. bacon stuck together. Yeah, the bacon always does come out in clumps, doesn't it? It always comes out in clumps. Yeah. So they write it, hotels, buffets have been temporarily stopped and, and could be gone forever. An industry expert says buffets are potentially where lots of people crowd together with the sharing of utensils and potential transmission of fomites. Hotels have liked buffets for economic reasons. But I could see why you might want to propose that the buffet has had its day. The breakfast buffet will be a thing of the past. I could see that. Is there another way we could do this? Is there another way we could get to the same, the same finish line, the same ending? They while serve being it to safe? you. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Just don't just serve it. Serve it. You know, one price, however I much guess you want. So, but then you got to hire cafe style. I mean, I guess then you got to hire waiters and waitresses. Well, that's better than not doing anything. I guess so. I mean, I mean, the sneeze guards. What good are those sneeze guards? The sneeze guard yeah, industry yeah. is going to go uh, bankrupt. This, what, they say, you know, and now they all have to have sneeze guards. What real good? Have you ever seen actually somebody sneeze on one of those? I myself have not. <laughs> maybe if they didn't have it there, people would be just sneezing right in the I food. Maybe. Yeah. Uh-oh, sneeze guard. Can't Currently it's going here. <laughs> this thing is guarding me from sneezing. <laughs> Hey, did you sneeze earlier? No, I was gonna, but this I think thing. I think the, the more of the people touching utensils and I think that's the big thing because people are gross in general. That is true. Yeah, you know, there's the sneeze guards. You got to be. Uh, you got to have everything sanitized frequently. There's always the buffet line, which does not uh, allow for social distancing. You got to kind of. Stagger you're going down the buffet line. Yep. Because you get a good buffet, that bitch gets crowded. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Better be. And then you're waiting, you know, you're waiting for somebody at the carving station. You're kind of queued up behind them. Everybody's got their plates in their hand. You go Sunday morning to the old uh, the old corral for breakfast. I mean, you're in trouble. You better have a good two hours planned. It'll take that long. Jeez. I mean, you're gonna do some waiting as far as like, like A to get a table and B a table? and B in line. I mean, you are 
There is never a time where you're like, oh, I'm going to go get some food. And you just go up there and go to get what you want. I mean, you are in a line with six or seven people in front of you that are going. Waiting. Huh? That are going, hmm, these are eggs, but these are cage-free eggs. Mm. And this right here is well, biscuits and what, gravy. What you really have to do is have a line kind of at the beginning and then... You know, all right. Once, uh, once that person gets to the uh, the Jello, then you could go. You yeah, I mean, I mean that's what it is. That's what it is. Jello with the fruit suspended in it. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, wow. What's the appeal? Why is now, it so now it's, that, now it's that way now? It was that way four years ago. I mean, like people stand in line and they just go through the conveyor belt. And like, I'm the type of guy where I sit there until I go. All right, there's no line. I'm going up there. No, 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 no. What I mean, I mean, kind of stagger the start. Like as long as there's room at the buffet in the past, you could just yeah. you kind of go up. Right. If I just wanted mac and cheese, I didn't have to stand by the rolls, get halfway through and go mac and <laughs> cheese and just jump up there mm. and roll with it. But now I'm what I'm saying is before then even, I mean, there was not six feet apart, but I mean there was somebody on your tusky as That's you what were I'm saying. digging through the you perfect piece of bacon. Yeah, we can't right. have that anymore. You're in my back pocket. I'm trying to find a nice sausage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's too much pressure. I got, I got the tongs, and I'm I'm going through each sausage link to find the perfect one. I, I will I will tell you this: when you go and do Golden Corral breakfast, they have like the ham, the smoked ham, or the grilled ham, sitting there at the carving station. First off, we don't need that, guys. Like, like we don't Nobody need that. Nobody likes a smoked ham. Second, the rare occurrence that somebody does get it. Just order your slice of ham and back up. Get out of the way of the waffles and the pancakes. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're the standing way. right there, and you're standing you're there with your tray. Yeah, going, you're impeding the the flow of the. I get two pieces. Can I get two pieces of that? And they say, yeah. And then you just either take a step back or move to the side. Now you're standing with your belly button right next to these blueberry French toast sticks. Get out of my way. Yeah, and when you try to grab bacon, there's usually the tray of bacon. You try to take one and 17 yeah. others stick to them. Yeah, the whole yeah. family yeah. would. You try to shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> we still haven't figured that out yet? No. This is the most corral thing that has ever happened at Golden Corral, okay? Now, well, besides somebody besides taking the their kids, fingers. Besides fingers the four the fingers I saw that were directed to the banana pudding. <laughs> so I remember the very first time I went to Chick-fil-A. Or Chick-fil-A I went to a, a Golden Corral buffet and it, for breakfast. And I walked in, I was like, damn, this is pretty nice. Like, they have your cheesy hash brown casserole. They have the regular hash brown potatoes and then, you know, the, the home fries. Mm. And they've got all that stuff, eggs, bacon, whatever meat you want, breakfast pizzas, pancakes, waffles. I'm like, hell yeah, like, this is a good breakfast spread. And then I keep walking. And the other side, they have fried chicken and pork steaks. Hmm. Like, grilled and ready to roll. And it was weird. And until so, until I tried one of like the little pork steaks, and a it was delicious, and b I'm like, you crack an egg over this, like that's yeah, awesome. I mean, steak and eggs, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, may, maybe that's more of like the Golden Corral brunch. It's very trendy to brunch. Well, I mean, they do the fried chicken for chicken and waffles, yeah, and they do the pork steaks because we're in St. Louis and people eat pork sure. steaks all the time. But yeah, ham and eggs, I, I, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It it is very weird though. I've only been there once when this has happened when the turnovers happened. I've only been there once. When it's gone from breakfast to lunch? Yeah. Wow, it's very rare to see. It's wow. very rare. <laughs> and and to be honest with you, it it's wasn't like see, even... It's like going to, to uh, Alaska or Canada to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, <laughs> it's an event. And to be it's honest with you, what was funny is they did like... They did slow play the transition. Meaning? So like, so like the egg... The tray of eggs continue to get replaced. But like once that last final cheesy hash brown casserole you know, scoop, square, whatever the hell was served, 
Like those went away. And, and it wasn't your- like, and it wasn't like they replaced them with fries. It was empty until like the majority of stuff was empty. Oh, so I thought they and replaced then they refilled it. it. They replaced like the hash browns with then just regular French fries. So they start the countdown when the browns are gone. Huh? Yeah, probably. The last hash browns out. Start the countdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes till transition. They'll make you an omelet there. You can go to the omelet station. I've never done that because that, again, a giant time waster. Because you go in there and you go, yeah, I'll take an omelet. I'll put uh, some cheddar cheese, some onions, and some mushrooms in there. The guy's like, no problem. And then some, you know, 17-year-old chef makes these omelets, and it takes, I mean, forever. Hmm. Oh, Jeff just sent, sent me your article. I guess this is from CheatSheet.com. Mm-hmm. Foods you should never eat at a buffet. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going in blind here, so. It's not just breakfast. It's all foods. Man, I agree with number one. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a unless it is a buffet that has chefs or employees stalking it, fried foods at a buffet are usually terrible. Mm. <laughs> because if they sit for any extended period of time, if if there's fried food that sits under a heat lamp for more than three minutes, it's soggy and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Or the breading will get really super yeah. hard, something. One way or the other. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my most enjoyable things at a buffet is what I usually hear is top five of what to avoid on a buffet. And that's the Caesar salad. <laughs> that's number two on this list. Oh, uh, no. Caesar so salad. Funny. That's it. It's a number two. One was fried foods. Number two, Caesar salad. Why? First off, Whoa. this website says, does anybody eat salad at a buffet? We're not sure. I do. What we are sure of is that we'd recommend steering clear of the Caesar salad. As the FDA reports, buffets can pose a number of food safety hazards. One of those involves recipes that traditionally use raw or lightly cooked eggs, like the dressing for Caesar salad. If you make that dressing at home, you can ensure that the eggs are handled correctly to minimize your chances of ingesting harmful bacteria. You can't do the same thing at a buffet. So we think you should pick a different salad. Or at least a different dressing, at least. Hmm. How uh, many buffets are do making their own dressing for a Caesar salad? Uh, I guess you don't know. I don't think many. Yeah, so <laughs> they would be would be coming in from somewhere else. So it's probably, the egg is probably cooked correctly, but probably is not a game well, plan. Well, like real Caesar salad dressing is a raw egg. Oh, really? Usually the egg, you know, the egg yolks. Hmm. Uh, number three, they say, is rice pudding. Avoid it. That's hilarious. Mainly because it's rice pudding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You ever... Usually they have those kind of desserts at a buffet, like pudding or rice, your rice pudding. Mm -hmm. And I always go, and I look and go, who is eating this? Mm -hmm." (laughs) I'm not sure if I've ever had it. It's like a... It's like a more defined consistency of grits. It's But it's sweet... And you could taste oh, yeah. the rice. Kernel. And it's, you and it's taste hot, the rice. Right? No, you cold. Oh, isn't the color kind of weird too? It's white. Okay. It looks like it should be like an oatmeal or a porridge, but it's thicker. So you know, this but is it's... rice in here. Uh, they say avoid the uh, the fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> avoid potato salad and pasta salad. Avoid the homemade ice cream. Avoid the sushi. Ooh. Uh, let me see here. Avoid the pr- avoid the prime rib, really, huh? Hmm. 
I'd imagine if that just if it just sits out there, but if they're cutting it for you. You know, this list has 15 different things. Might as well just avoid buffets. If yeah. You're right. Everything. Soda, juice, iced tea, milkshakes, and more. Avoid that. Avoid the sprouts. Avoid the prime rib. Avoid the rolls, rice, and potatoes, and pasta. Avoid the fried rice. Avoid the tuna. Oh, but the bread. They didn't say anything about the mini corn. Avoid fried vegetables. Okay. All right. I think they hate buffets. Yeah, I, I think, think you covered it. Everything. Cool. So I can have mashed potatoes? That it said avoid potatoes. Oh, well then that's it. It's over. Would you miss a hotel buffet? Hotel buffet, no. I don't know if I would. But I know Jeff likes the eggs, the the hotel yeah. eggs that have the water on the top. I yeah, yuck. The scrambled eggs oh. at at the uh, Holiday Inn in Eureka by Six Flags are the, are just so good. I really? Don't, oh, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I'm not a guy that normally likes them as t- the eggs as tight as they are there. Because they sit, you know, they scramble and they sit them on, sit underneath the heat, yeah. so it'll keep cooking. Where does the water come from? Usually, that they're like there's like a puddle of water at the top. You open up that chafing dish, you go, where did the water come from? There's, it's probably just condensation because you know the eggs were hot. And they I guess so, or them. it was from some mix that is now separated, like powdered eggs. Like you think they're cracking eggs into a into a frying pan? I, I don't know. <laughs> like you think there's a guy and and and. I need 700 eggs. And some buffets there are. There's a guy, you know, cracking eggs and scrambling them. Yeah. I'm sure there's a powder that you add water to. And you go up here, scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh. And water. Ah. 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 Yeah, I will not miss uh, hotel buffets. But, I mean, like you said, when we were talking about the cruise earlier. Cruises have buffets. I mean, you're going to find buffets in other places. Yeah, listen, when, when we go to, to a resort, you know, the buffets are usually good. But right. there's somebody always hovering. There's somebody, yeah. there's an employee hovering. Always make sure things are still hot, things are still looking good. This apparently is a question that more than one person, and especially more than us, have uh, asked. What are Holiday Inn Hotel Buffet eggs made of? Let's see, Jeff. You ready? I'm ready. We're the, pulling back the curtain. All right. They're made with 100% real eggs, but not from eggs inside the shell. They come in a one-gallon container that contains both egg and egg whites, specially made up for scrambled egg mix in a commercial setting. Okay. It's literally a jug that you pour into a pan and cook it. Okay. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. So it's pre- it's pre-mixed eggs. Yeah, like it's, I was it's saying, essentially it's, it's scrambled. It's already like, whipped up for you. Okay. That's good. To, hey, good to know, Jeff. Yes, Absolutely. Is uh, powdered eggs, is that actual, what is that made from? I may have just made that up. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if there is there is such a product. You always thought it was powdered eggs. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it before because we're like, you know, what is this water egg What is it? Thing? Yeah. Is there such a thing as powdered eggs? Yeah, and it's gross as can be. Powdered eggs are fully dehydrated eggs. They they are made using spray drying in the same way that powdered milk is made. The major advantages of powdered eggs over fresh eggs are the reduced weight per volume of whole egg equivalent and shelf life. And it just looks... Yeah, lasts forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, you don't have to worry about uh, cracked eggs. Here's cooked uh, powdered eggs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it always looks like that. Oh. It always looks like that, but that's, that's... that's even like overdone. Usually, it's a little bit underdone and sitting in the water. There it is, whole. Eggs. Can you give me a bowl of uh, bacon too. You know, like a, like a, oh. like a, a sphere of bacon. This is what it looks. Pieces. This is what it looks like. Yeah, 
How do you like your 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 scrambled eggs? Loose or uh, like? If I'm making overdone? scrambled eggs at home, I would never make them scrambled at all, ever, ever, ever for me. But on a buffet, I just like them scrambled and just a little bit, little runny. Yeah, I like my my not scrambled super, eggs a little yeah. little runny. Yeah, I want them super shiny. Dry. Yeah, I want them shiny, not not overdone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so you go to the buffet, you grab your tongs, you go and grab that one piece of bacon, and seventeen come out. Mm-hmm. Is that one piece or is that 18? <laughs> it's 18. We're not yeah, lying. Ask your We're heart. not lying. We're not lying to ourselves. Just asking for a friend. We're not lying to ourselves. You could you could say it's one piece, but come on. Just ask it for my heart, doctor. What was that from Saving Silverman? What's remember that? the remember he had oh, the nachos. nachos? What a great movie that is. And he took one nacho, but the cheese was attached like half the, you know, half the plate. He goes, it's one nacho. It's all attached. Yeah, he goes, one, as his food is just spilling out of his mouth, he goes, there's one chip. Yeah, it's one chip. <laughs> it's attached. How do you like your fries as far as salt goes? Because um, there's something going, going viral right now. There's a real social media debate about how much salt is too much salt to put on fries. Look hmm. up, um, the woman's name is Brooke. Uh, Brooke, M I C A L L E F. My caliph? Migaluf. Migaluf? I, I have no idea. Hmm. So look up that, that chick's uh, Twitter. Is it the KFC story? Yes. Do you see how much salt she puts on? No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah, that's not good for you. Whoa. Oh my God. It looks like powdered sugar. Yeah. And did you see what her what her status says? Now, when I say extra, extra, extra salt with this, this is what I mean. I want to choke on the salt. Ugh. I, I want, want it to I want look, to look like, like it's snowing. snowing. Oh my gosh! I'm a salt guy, but I don't want it to snow. Yeah, salt. she she posted a photo of her KFC French fries, which I guess now KFC has fully made the transition from from the potato wedges to the fries. I mean, they've been selling the fries for a minute now. She should probably get her blood looked at. Yeah, you know, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you're if you're craving that kind of salt, there's something going on. What is it? Um, oh, that's a good call. You, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? There's something yeah. with... Uh, Your electrolytes? Something. It's it's obviously, you know, it's not the iron in your blood or this or that, but she's missing something or has too much of something, right? If you're, if you're craving certain foods, it's just a... Mm. Yeah, you need that vitamin. Well, this, this, uh, this woman has caused quite a stir on social media with how much salt she likes on her French fries. That's too much. That's way too much. Mm-mm. My dad was one to put extra salt in his fries. Man. And I go, oof. I put salt on like almost nothing. I like my I like my fries lightly salted. Same. Like I like yeah. my, my hot pretzels without any salt. <sighs> I want to taste the salt, but I also want to taste the fry. Yeah. yeah. See, I think McDonald's is too salty. Do you? Yeah. I think that at times they can be, yeah. When I worked at McDonald's back uh, back in the day, you know, one in eight Americans, I think I read this this morning, one in eight Americans had a McJob. Like actually Holy worked at McDonald's. Cow. They taught everyone how to work. Uh, Look at this. Approximately one out of eight, one out of every eight workers in the U.S. has worked for McDonald's at least some point in their lives. Wow. Hmm. Here's eight causes for salt cravings. One is stress. Two is lack of sleep. Three, boredom. Four is... Is you're a deer. (laughs) Excessive sweating. Uh, PMS. Uh, Addison's disease. Hmm. Hmm. Barter syndrome and cystic fibrosis. This this chick's uh, Twitter has been shared almost six thousand times. <laughs> Damn. And uh, not all the people who shared that photo, I mean, were disgusted. It looks like 
It looks like there's snow on her fries. It's yeah. gross. Too much. At McDonald's, they teach you how to put the, the salt on the fries. It's like you have to make the arch, right? Yeah, you have to make like the arch. <laughs> At least they did back in, in 95. 1995 uh, when I worked there. I admittedly arch. use a bit too, uh, too much seasoning on my Lion's Choice fries because I use the Lion's Choice that's different. seasoning. I think that's different. But that is totally, yeah. exactly, thank you. That is perfection. Now, it's, thank it's you. yeah, there's a lot of sodium in there. Yeah, but there's yeah. also other. But I'm getting there's also flavor. other things going on it's there. It's healthy flavor sodium. profiles that weren't there do you before. It, do you dump it on the fries? Um, I sprinkle and then shake the bag. Because what I do is I have a container and then a container of ketchup, and I'll dip ketchup and then into the. But then you get too much concentration of. Well, it's fine of seasoning I on just, the tip. I just throw the whole thing in my mouth and just let the tip just go all over the place. <laughs> it's, 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 get all the flavors all it's, over. It's funny you ask if I do uh, ketchup or, or barbecue sauce on the side for dipping, and I have that right there for dipping. I will put the seasoning in there. Oh yeah, and there then mix it into oh, the, you put into the, the sauce. In that's, so an it's idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, but if it's if it's on the road, it's in the bag. I sprinkle it inside the bag. So it's not in my lap or in the car, mm. and then I close the bag and I shake up the bag like that, so it you know even evens what it out. What is the seasoning in the dip? Pro move. That's a pro move. That's a pro, pro move. move. Thank you. <laughs> That's a pro move. Four hundred pound Tony used to when I was in high school and college, and I was staying at my folks. I would come home after a night of healthy conversation and camaraderie, mm -hmm. and it'd be like two in the morning, and I'd you know stumble in the kitchen because I was so exhausted. I would uh, then go and get a tray and fill it with fries and throw it in the oven and cook it for probably six minutes too long because they would come out, you know, like they were frozen, but they were hot, mm. were, you know. And I remember I would take a little bowl and I would put ketchup, mayonnaise, stirred up, pepper in it. Mm. And that's what I used to dip the fries in. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you know, I'd be really exhausted and I would take... Uh, you know, I would take everything that I could find. And I'd be like, I'm going to put ranch. This is ranch, pickle juice, mustard, <laughs> and I got some caramel sauce. i got to be honest. Mm. Ranch and what pickle sauce. What are these sauce, chocolate uh, chips up here? I'll put those Ranch in. and pickle juice? Ranch and, that's and, the same and pickle family, water doesn't sound bad. Ah. That's, a, that's essentially the that same family you think about it. And you know what's really good is Brussels sprouts and ranch. Like there's a lot of dill. Yeah. I think there's a lot of dill in ranch, usually. Yeah, there's... There's dill, but you know, like pickle juice is a little, little vinegary. Okay. Yeah. At the with the right with the right proportions, I think it could work. Just saying that just just brought back this memory in my in my mind when I was still living with my folks, and I remember I came home and it was like two thirty in the morning, and really really hungry me was like, let's cook something, and I <laughs> took a, I took a pan, I put it in the oven, I put like. Maybe an eighth of an inch of oil in the in the pan, turn it on as high as it can go, and then threw a frozen chicken breast on top of it. And like how much from splatter? the freeze from the freezer to the stove. You're lucky you didn't I, burn the house down. Dude, I'll never forget my mom came downstairs and like she yelled and I like turned around real quick real quick. And when I turned around, all I saw was her neck down because from her neck up it was just smoke. Oh, and she was man. like, What the hell are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm making chicken. And she goes, what do you mean you're making chicken? There was no chicken that was thawed. And I was like, I just grabbed it and threw it on there. And she goes, A, the house is full of smoke. B, you better clean up your mess. And C, you're going to get sick because that's never going to cook. It doesn't work that way. Wow. Huh. Hey. <laughs> I remember I ate it, and I'm pretty sure there was a whole lot of pink on the inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> made you who you are today, huh? Yeah.
Lost some brain cells that night. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of McDonald's, there's a there's a woman in uh, in Australia who who just shared a story on Facebook about a thing that that happened to her at a McDonald's drive-through over the weekend. This is in line. So the line was long, and and the woman was finally placing her order. And uh, quote, a young lady behind her started honking her horn. And the woman says, "I thought to myself, take the high road." So when I paid for my food at the first window, I paid for both of our orders. And the and the woman who honked, she gets to the drive-thru window and found out her order was paid for. So she leaned out the window, waved and mouthed, thank you. Obviously embarrassed, I had repaid her rudeness with kindness. Isn't that nice? Very mm-hmm. nice. And you think the story ends there, but it does not. There we oh, go. Right. I knew it. Damn it. Quote, so when I got to the second window, I showed both receipts, took her food too. Now she had to go back to the line, <laughs> the end of the line, and start over again. Holy cow. And that uh, is that's passive-aggressive revenge. That wow. was deserved, though. Yeah, that went from a story that does not get told on the Riz Show to let's lead with that today. That's terrific, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Dude, have you guys driven by Starbucks lately? Oh, it's ridiculous. It blocked the entrance to the Target by by my house in Wentzville. And I pulled up and I was like, what the hell is going on over here? They, they're giving away, you know, something for free. They're giving away free money. And I pulled up and I'm like, this is a Starbucks. And then I started thinking, what the hell is so good that you're going to wait? I mean, there was at least from the drive-thru, like the speaker, back at least mm. 15 cars. So let's say it takes one minute. For you to go through that whole process. You're there for 15 minutes this, at the uh, very listen, least. Listen, this half double decaffeinated half calf mm. is so worth the 15 minute wait. This picture of a Starbucks cup is not going to post itself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I wonder how many people would go to Starbucks if they if it was illegal to post a picture of you drinking your Starbucks. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but can I get a not great coffee of a venti size and uh, uh, two cake pops? What the hell am I doing here? If, if, yeah, uh, go ahead. It'll be 43 minutes. I, I just want to go back to the honking thing for a second. If somebody honks their horn, their horn at you unnecessarily, does it infuriate you? I'm not a fan. No, don't I don't know when it's happened anybody. unnecessarily. I don't like people using their horns. I ran into a situation, and it wasn't honking. It was on Sunday, and uh, Jeff will know exactly where this is. Uh, 109 and, uh, and uh, Wild Horse Creek. Sure, a gas station. The gas station's yeah. right there. There's a, there's a four-way there's a, stop. Is it a BP right yeah, there? Yeah, there's a BP yeah. right there. It's a yeah. four-way stop. Sunday, there were four cars at the four-way stop. I was one of them. There was a guy to my right. I had clearly gotten there three seconds before the guy on my right. So I was there first. I make the left turn to go down 109. Yeah. Okay. I guess this guy thought I wronged him in some way. So he pulled right up behind my car and started flashing his lights. Mm-hmm. Like I'm which, talking, is, which is a total old, old Riz move. That is an old Riz move, yes. You're just getting it back. Buddy. Not a new Riz move. So I'm like, what? I, I, my, the family was in the car. The in-laws were in the car. I go, what the hell is, what did I do? Now I'm going, what did I do? Now I'm getting pissed off. This guy's right behind me. Flash, 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 flash. Then he backs off. I'm driving down 109. I'm getting mad and mad and mad and mad and mad. 
And I go to make a, a turn into my subdivision, and red pickup truck who was flashing me follows me into the subdivision. Oh. And I'm at the end of the street, so you got to go through a stop sign in the development yeah. in the street. So I get to the stop sign and go through, and he follows me down towards the end of the block where my house is. And I go, oh, my God, I think this guy's following me. So I drive past my house to see, you know, to see if he, this guy's still going to follow me. And I turn around to the cul-de-sac. Turns out it's the guy two houses up from me. <gasps> oh. <laughs> So then now he sees you do the circle yeah. before you go back to your house. Uh-huh. Was there any engagement? Yeah, I went to the end of my street, at the end of my drive. I said, sir, you have made an enemy. Did you really? He didn't hear me because oh, he was. Right. But he I was already inside. The I door needed, was shut. He was I watching needed, TV. I needed to declare it. Boldly. <laughs> it needed to be declared. So now you know. Do you know sir, that, you have made an enemy. Do you know that guy already? No. There this, is. This guy's a douche anyway. And and Oh boy. He's right. the guy who's got a really nice car. <laughs> Do tell. He's got a really nice car. Uh-huh. And if people on my block are listening, they know who I'm talking about. This guy's got a really, really nice car. And every Saturday he's got to put the car out in front of the driveway and wash it. So everybody could see he's washing his really nice car. Well. He's that guy. Well. So, okay. I want to bring this up, though. Go ahead. So you're driving, uh-huh. and somebody comes out of that parking lot, and they see that there's a bunch of cars that are waiting, and they know this is their only chance. So they, they give it some gas, and they go, but unfortunately, they cut you off. Okay? What do I do? And you give one of the... Let's just even say you use your horn. You give one of those little... Burp, burp, and you go, burp, put your arms up. If they do not raise their hand... Now I'm following them, and they turn into a subdivision. When they turn on the subdivision, I go, Meh, as I drive. No, by. I rarely use my horn. Rarely. Like I'll give, I'll give a little, I'll give a toot <laughs> if they're at a red, if the red light turns green. Yeah, if you're and assisting I'll even, somebody, I'll even wait ten seconds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You go into the world can't st- stop any longer, and you go, hey. Chances are they're looking down on their phone at right, an email, right. and they, yeah. oh, and, and they'll give the. But that's not even a honk. That's like a. Uh, it's a toot. Yeah, toot, that's, toot. that's different. Toot is a different. See, I feel like honks in in there's an old Mitch Hedberg joke about having uh, quotas. I think, I think you should have a quota. You only get to use your horn, you know, twice a month or something. So you better save it for something. There's only important. so much air the horn gets. Right, and, and, I, and I wish I wouldn't air, have seen Timmy on the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, speaking of air, I think that uh, you know, like. The air is it, out here. It's it's a pleasant place. It's a public space. And when you honk uh, unnecessarily, you are just taking all of that space for you. You've now just flooded it with your decision to make this obnoxious, horrible sound. And I know Scott's going to disagree with me because he's from Springfield, Missouri. And apparently it, that's how you say everything there. Go, hello, <laughs> stop, I'm parking. Everything just well, honks. In New York City, it's part of the it's part of the, the landscape. I mean, yeah, honking. But, that, but that's because people don't use their mirrors and there's like a style of driving yes. there. And it actually totally which, makes sense. And I swear I feel safer which, in New York City. I, than I, in most New York City, yeah. you know, the honking is part of I was gonna say, that's driving. Totally well, different. Well, I was going to say, I think in New York City, the honking is necessary. As a pedestrian, it's also all the people walking around, it's, like, it's you a honk need and a, to. Oh, that's what you. That's what. <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. what you hear in New York. The horns were made that's cars. Your, oh! that's your, it's actually your car going. Oh, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> Other than that, though, 
I should not be hearing horns out here unless it's an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and Jeff and Tony know this. Uh, I I had uh, been driving to work when I was living in uh, the <laughs> Central West End. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh-huh. And this is when I was angry, Riz, driving. And somebody was not going fast enough in the in the far you know left lane, and I'd gotten right up behind them, and I did the whole flashing the lights thing. They never moved over until they got off their exit, which happened to be the same exit I was getting off of, uh, and they happened to be going exactly uh, the same direction as I was going in, making the same turns as I was going in, and working in the same building as I was working in, and working for the same company. But I- <laughs> That I was working for. <laughs> was, was it was the anxiety? I don't know if you had anxiety about it, or maybe you didn't give a crap. But as you were figuring it out, like, oh, they got off at that turn. Uh oh. Oh, they got off at that turn. Uh oh. They're yep. using the same parking lot. Uh oh. You didn't was, it was, drive past. Ah, no, no. <laughs> I would have kept going and then come back no. later. Yeah. What if he was just calling sick? That wasn't me. I called in sick, man. Note. Hell of a softball player that one though. Ah, you know. Ah. What if your neighbor was just goofing and saying hello? No, he wasn't. That's that is so funny that you said that because I just had one of our buddies text me and say, "How does he know the dude wasn't just saying what's up with his headlights?" Because yeah. we had never had a conversation oh, ever. Okay, because me and my like the the, the few neighborhood uh, dudes, you know, the dads, mm-hmm. when we see each other, we're we're always like, you know, this is an older gentleman, something older gentleman. Um, Kind of looks grumpy every time we see him around the block. Anyway. Oh, okay. So he really is your your nemesis at this point. He's not. But there's another nemesis down the street. Oh wow! Yeah. Everywhere you go. Not everywhere okay. I go. This is not my fault. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Man, man, all these other people that are problems. Everywhere you this go. This is not my so fault. Weird. Did I? I in no way did anything here. <laughs> now you're making me rethink this. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do want to hear about the other nemesis, though. Maybe off. I can't believe that you made an enemy the other day. Mm. <laughs> Two was just trying to say, hey, and Riz goes, I'm ignoring him, and I'm going to try to No, I told you him. about the other guy that, whose son was speeding down the... Oh, yeah. Down the street. Down the car. street. Yeah. The guy at the, uh, like, four houses over, whose son would go 60 in the 25 down the street. Yeah, but then what happened? Did you approach him? My wife did. And? She called him an a-hole. He went and told his dad. And the dad came out. And I'm trying to defuse the situation. And I said, hey, listen, he's just a kid. I get it. I was, he's 21. I go, oh, now it's on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your defense is he's 21? Maybe that means he shouldn't be He's not a kid. He's he's 21. Well, now all bets are off. Now you got me and my wife yelling at this guy. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. We haven't spoken since. No? No. No no neighborhood meetups? No, that no, family? no, no. Well, he's missing out. He is, is missing out. Is the kid out still on, doing that? He is really missing out on some friendship. Is kids still <laughs> driving fast in the neighborhood? No, actually not. <laughs> Problem solved. Nice. Actually not. Heck yeah. And good luck getting a slip and slide invite. In that he was not invited. <laughs> he was not invited. And all I was thinking was that that were my dad. If somebody, if another adult had stopped me, from, like, speeding in the block, on the block, and, and another adult called me and asked for doing such, and I went in and told my dad, mm-hmm. my dad would actually turn me around and march me back to that house and have me apologize. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, oh, yeah, 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 probably. But I'm saying, who's, I was thinking, who's to say that he didn't have his back in public, and then as soon as he got in, he's like, what are you doing? Maybe. Maybe. 
You know, because depending on how he saw the situation when he came out, if I came out and my kid was getting yelled at, I'm on my kid's side first. And then when I find out my kid did something wrong, I will privately show that kid or tell that kid how yeah. well, disappointed it was. I am. He comes marching out. He goes, who called my kid an ass? And my wife goes, I did. And I go, oh, boy. Were you pointing at her? <laughs> there's yeah. there's a, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, like, think back to, like, how my old man would handle it. If a neighbor came by and said, like, hey, your son threw a rock and it hit my garage door, my dad would go, you know, my dad would say something along the lines of, like, oh, well, I'm sorry. And he'd be like, you're going to replace it. And this is BS. My dad would go, I'm not going to replace nothing. He's a kid. You better leave him alone. And then we get inside. And it, I, I would rather deal with the neighbor. Well, it was. You know, I mean. Yeah. It was. My wife had had it up to here. The kids were, you know, the kids were riding their bikes. This kid and his, and his souped up, uh, whatever it is, uh, in Honda Civic with the wing on the back. Man, that's sweet. <laughs> you know, cruising down the street. You can't, you can't uh, tether a car like that. You got to let it go, man. And then, you know, and then my, you know, my wife finally catches him. And the kid is like, you know, dismissive. And he's like, ah, okay. So looking at his cell phone at the same time as yeah. my wife's like, hey, slow down. And she she ended it with, you're an ass. And then he told his daddy. Aww. He told daddy. Yeah. That is the funniest part of all this. Remember 21-year-old Riz. And I'm remembering 21-year-old me. I would not go inside and go, hey, dad. Somebody called me an yeah, ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Daddy. Grew Dad. Up. Somebody where, hurt my feelings. Mom, where's Dad? I've got something he needs to know. <laughs> I was driving the car that Mom gave me after I put a wing on the back of it. And this mean lady. But, you know, maybe just when it was like, this guy just, or this gal just called me an ass. Who called you an ass? I will go out there and take care of the son. Don't you worry. Uh, who knows? Could happen and this guy got, ways. between my wife and I, this guy, I mean, tail between his legs, he went home. Because it was, it, this guy did not win that fight. And then my wife and I both high-fived and went home. <laughs> did you do the jump high-five? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Apparently, like, you, you, what type of car did you say it was? I don't know, some Honda Civic. With, with a, like a big wing on it? a wing on the back. Uh, my, sister, my sister said apparently those Civics with like a wing, they normally have what people, what they call as a fart pipe. And that's one of the... <laughs> One of the the uh, altered exhausts, yeah. and apparently you call him a fart pipe, which is hilarious. <laughs> well, remember, remember, I said what I was going to do was take a take a like a, a basketball rack, which just you know we put all the balls on the on the basketball rack, uh -huh. and just sit at the edge of the driveway and just throw them every time the kid <laughs> rolls down the street. <laughs> That's an expensive prank. It's a lot of basketball. Oh, but here you go. It. Here's the here's the Urban Dictionary definition of a fart pipe: a huge, annoying, fake exhaust pipe added to the back of pieces of ish cars. For example, Accords, Civics, Eclipses, to make it produce a loud noise as the car accelerate. It does nothing It does nothing but make the driver seem like an ass, even though he doesn't notice because he's blasting his 50 cent CD too loudly. Mm. Mostly used by teenagers who think their car is extremely badass. It makes guys who have nice cars, like Firebirds and Trans Am Camaros, laugh because we have real exhaust, which is on a real goddamn car. <laughs> I put glass packs on my Focus. And ground effects. My focus. <laughs> Maybe a Focus, but it's a four-speed. All right. Here's the, here's, the, here's the example. Guy one, I got this awesome fart pipe by my Civic today. Fart! Me. Well, I have an actual car with an actual exhaust, which people don't 
laugh at as it's going down the street. Races off in his Trans Am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, shouting out the Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Layla. Both locations now offering carry on curbside delivery at Layla. Nathan Mensch from St. Louis is the Team oh, Riz yeah. member of the day. Jesus, Nathan is a real mensch. Look that up. Yeah. That's a good guy. You're a real mensch. Longtime listener, he uh, he loves that um, somebody's always playing devil's advocate and challenging each other's opinions. Loves that King Scott is out here doing God's work by existing. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> appreciate he appreciates that. how much we help the community and actually interact with people in public that want to say hi. He was in the Marine Corps for five years. Thank you for your service, sir. Only leaves the house if absolutely necessary and works at Corrigan Company Fab Shop. So Nathan Mensch from St. Louis is the Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hello there, podcasters. Let me tell you about Chesterfield Fence and Deck. And I could tell you they are the best in the business when it comes to fences, when it comes to decks, when it comes to custom sunrooms and screen rooms and pergolas and patios, retaining walls. Chesterfield Fence Deck completely transformed our backyard last year. Got a brand new fence. Also, a complete teardown and rebuild of a deck, including underdecking, which is a game changer. It could be hot and swampy out, and we're underneath the deck. We've got a fan under there. Watch the dog run around. Watch the kids run around, and we're we're cool, man. We've been spending more time outdoors than ever before. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. You mentioned the Riz Show. You will get 20% off your next outdoor project. A-plus rating of the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, guys, Jeff Burton for Manscaped. Manscaped.com, the only man's brand uh, dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Just used mine yesterday. Phenomenal. Actually, I'm cutting through the air, walking faster. Can't wait to do my next 5K. <laughs> the Perfect Package 3.0 kit uh, comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations. I look pretty down there. That's what it comes down to. Third generation trimmer, a cutting edge ceramic blade. You don't get nicked. You don't get cut. You don't cut yourself down there. Your balls are smooth and your partner will absolutely positively love it. So here's the deal. Uh, the Perfect Package is yours. Get 20% off free shipping with the code POINT at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor. Do your partner a favor. Always use the right tools down there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody likes a nice, clean workspace. So, again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code POINT at manscaped.com. 20% off. Free shipping. Manscaped.com. Use the code POINT. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. Manscaped.com. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back. Phone number 314-624-3833. That's 314-NA-DUDE, or from the Illinois side, 618-398-3833. Studio cams at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Going to make our real or fake picks later on. Thank God Eight. those are easy. Number three. Jeez, oh. In the competition, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for the week. If there's time, we'll play match up with Moon. Give away some fabulous prizes. Headline goo, sports. Headline hooge. Grab on celebrities coming up. Today's topic, staff picks. What is your favorite song 
to play loud. I mean, turn it up and rip off the knob. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll discuss that in the uh, in the future. So when it comes to pointless opinions, are you in the majority or the minority? Somebody asked people to choose whether they agree or disagree with a bunch of random, controversial statements. Oh, I always love these. Yeah, so how many... Now, I'm only going to ask you if you agree with this statement. Not agree or disagree, just agree. Do you agree that cold weather is better than warm weather? Who agrees with that statement? Cold weather... I do. ...is better than warm weather. I do not. I agree. Hmm. How how is like just warm like hot or cold just... weather is better than warm weather. Would you rather be cold or hot? Cold. See, those are two different questions. Okay, would you rather put on a jacket or take off a jacket? Those are different two different why, questions. Why, no, it's why, not. Why, just don't yes, include them on no, this. No, because I, I would I would rather be cold because I can fix that easier than being hot. That's my thinking. But for cold for when when you ask the weather question because it's a very specific question, I think. Warm Summertime weather. activities. Warm weather is better. Outside. Yeah. I I, I, I take it as I'd rather put on a coat because I could always warm myself up rather than cool myself down. You can only take so much off because before it becomes inappropriate and illegal. Mm, yeah. You can right, always Jeff. put more on. That <laughs> is very true. And they will tell you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a stickler. I'm saying no, like, those I'm are two thinking. very different questions. 37% agree that cold weather is better than warm weather. Agree? Nickelback is actually a pretty good band. Agree. I agree. agree. I agree. 100%. I agree. 48% agree with that statement. The show Friends is overrated. Anybody yeah. agree with that? Nope. Disagree. Nope. The show Friends is overrated. I uh, answer not available for me because I don't really know. I only watched a couple episodes, so I don't have an answer for that. 37% of people agree the Friends, uh, the show The Friends or show Friends is overrated. Do you agree that tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches? No. No. Uh, Used to. Used to agree. Don't agree anymore. No. 35% of people agree with that. You know what tomatoes ruin? Pizza. Hmm? Oh, just sliced tomatoes. Not tomato sauce, but regular sliced tomatoes. Now, grape tomatoes, that's a different story. Because those have a little more... More bulk to them. Oh, I, I like a thin crust pizza with with sliced, with like sliced with a sliced sure. I do not. Yeah, beef steak in any way. I don't care. Even after it comes out of the oven. Oh, oh, it gets yeah. slimy. Slimy. The yes, whole damn does. pizza slimy. No, it's what are you, not. Crazy? What, you, what kind of what? pizza have you had? It's, well, the kind with cheese that has oil and slime on slimy, it. Slimy. No, I don't like my pizza slimy. slimy. Nobody no. Nobody's saying that it's slimy. It, it, it's greasy though. It's no more or less greasy with a but tomato. But when you put a tomato on it. The tomato gets mushy. Yeah, think of a tomato. Everything out of a can. is mushy. No, it's, it's a pizza. It's not mushy. <laughs> what? It's not mushy. It's a different texture that you wouldn't describe as mushy. Well, what would you describe? I it don't as? have a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you describe? Melted cheese and softened uh, ingredients. Um, not mushy. Ooh. Mushy is baby food. Well, that's not how a tomato ends up. It's, yeah. if, if anything, it it's almost, one of the few things that it, has some rigidity no, to it. No, it almost descent a, a slice of tomato. Yeah. It, it you, like the center slice disintegrates. of it. It almost disintegrates with the heat. Maybe the edges, like where the skin no, is. No, the inside, too. Oh, I don't know. 
Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put all right, agree to the, agree on this statement. Putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. Yes. Oh yeah. Completely really? Agree. Agree. Oh, Without especially question. if it's one or two words. If I would text you okay with if I would text you oh, Jeff, uh, um um Hey, I really need you to give me a call when you get a second. And I say, okay, and I send it to you, that's fine. It's like this, okay. If I say, hey, I really need to talk to you, call me when you get a second, and I put okay, period, it's this. Okay. <laughs> See, I don't, I, I'm going to do it when I can. <laughs> okay. I, totally I, I, I wouldn't even think of that. Oh, yeah. uh, I wouldn't even think of it that way. If you put punctuation in any, any Exclamation time. point, yes. If you throw an exclamation point, yes. I think it's because of the visual of somebody hitting that period button. It's like, mm. Yeah, I guess. There's mm. like a decorum to it. But I agree. Yeah, totally. Hey, did you watch that right. video that I sent you? Nope. That's N-O-P-E. If you put the period on it, hey, did you watch that video I sent you? Nope. Nope. And I won't talk to you till tomorrow. Really? I don't, I never. I, yeah. Nope. 51% and this is done. agree with that. It's literally end, trying to end the conversation, I think. I'm actually, nope. it, it, actually, it actually might have been you. You know what? It's an over and out. You know, like you're going back and forth on a radio. It's just like texting, like uh, uh, moon to riz, moon to riz. Because over. I think I put periods at the end of my texts, and I'm not, it's not an any, Let's it's just, a a, it's, it's the correct end of a sentence. Check this out, though. You like, do and you don't. Okay, one Riz. Words, one words you don't. Okay, Riz, I totally understand. Over. As opposed to, okay, Riz, I totally understand. Over and out. That's the period. One words I don't put it. I got ish to do. You put uh, on a text to me, and there was a period. Thanks for the heads up. No period. Uh, I cry when I think of working you on it with you on a daily basis. No period. <laughs> here's here's the perfect word that if you do not put a period versus putting a period. Cool. Ooh. So if I say somebody says, "Hey man, what do you got going on tomorrow? Let's meet up," and I'll be like. Yo, man, I got a bunch of stuff to get to, but I'll try and meet up with you. And if they just put cool, no period, it's this. Cool. If they put period, it's this. Cool. <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> if I've done that to you guys in the past, it's not meant to be anything. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, jerk. Period. <laughs> uh, do you agree with this statement? Orange juice is better with pulp. Yes. yes. Absolutely uh -huh. not. Yes, for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, 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 yeah, no. Anyone over, no over 13? Oh, no pop Anybody over 13? <laughs> really? Right. I'm just digging in, dude. No That's right. <laughs> Ooh, man, this orange juice is chewy. Oh, God. Like yeah, it. just like his if, uh, pizza is, what was it, mushy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, with tomato on it. Yeah. Greasy or something? You said it's greasy. It's, it's, Are you calling me greasy? Pizza is greasy. Ooh. It's cheese. And listen, I see you. I see you. Corey from DB's just sent me just a period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. That means that just that's universal for your jerk. If you just send, send somebody a period, it's you calling them a jerk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the pulp thing, man, until it's a few years ago. And now no looking back. I love it. You're on the pole. Weird. It's a weird. Oh yeah, on it. On me too. Consistency, like almost something's been, something's on its way to to turn. I love it. I'm on the train. The first sign that it's bad is oh, there's pulp. I'm offering help to the conductor. It's thicker than normal. Like it's got pieces floating in it. Hey, regarding the pizza, someone just called NASCA why Moon was arguing with the arbiter of taste. 
the yeah. arbiter of taste. Yeah, or taste. Did yeah. you tell him? I think he was. Did you tell him it's arbiter, arbiter of taste? I think. I think Scott might have just taken a phone call from France. Arbitrage of taste. Because somebody's got to push on him. Well, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news sponsored by West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. So around this time every year, all of us come face to face with one of our biggest tests. How many hot days can we take before we finally crank on the air conditioner and just let it blast for the rest of the summer? Man. Oh, we, we're there, right? Aren't we there? Oh, yeah. And yeah, my sure. father-in-law will go through mid-August at times. Really? Oh, gosh. It was ridiculous. Holy cow. I mean, it, it, it's been, we've had a couple of days where it was 90. Yeah. And he wouldn't have the AC on? Yeah. Why? Uh, because, I, it's, because it's May or June? Yeah, maybe just to keep me away. I don't know. But he was that guy for sure. And he was also that guy that would cover up his unit huh, every fall, winter, and then he would, yeah. and he would uncover it and hose it down and clean it and everything. So by the time he was done with that, it was end of July. Yeah, the average amount of hot days we could take before we turn the AC on is five days. And then 55% of people say they feel defeated when they finally turn it on. And the average American says the ideal temperature for the house is what? What's the 71. 69. 69, yeah. The average the, for the, the summer? The ideal temperature for the house 71. is... 74. 74. Wow, it's, it's hot. a little warm. My house was at 74 yesterday. I go, who touched the thermostat? <laughs> I had I had that moment. Trying to save money. Who yes. the hell touched the thermostat? It's, uh, America says 69 degrees. Wow. That's too cold. I agree with 69. 69 is perfect at night, but I still... I'm down with 69 all day, all night. I'll even go 68 at night. Holy cow, man. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. I got to sleep cold, man. Got to sleep cold. Fit, <laughs> how many blankets you have on? One. Really? One blanket. Damn. The survey also found we check the weather an average of four times a day and have three conversations about the weather every day, too. So I check the weather a lot, especially with like ball. Like out to You balling tonight? Yeah. I got, got ball tonight. Good man. weather tonight for, for balling, huh? Yeah, it's going to be great weather. balling weather. <laughs> great weather. I'm going to be exhausted tomorrow, but it's going to be great balling weather. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Moon. Uh, this would interest you. Apparently, aliens aren't just out there. They're our next-door neighbors. Group of scientists. I knew it. Group of scientists. This thing about the other potential, uh, in, uh, intelli- like a couple dozen intelligence. A couple dozen, yeah. 36 intelligent alien civilizations are right here in the, Mi- in the Milky Way galaxy. Oh, this according ain't in to- the Milky Way? In the Milky Way galaxy. This is according to scientists over in England. Their new calculations show that there are at least 36 intelligent alien civilizations right here in the Milky Way. But- is, this a- is this all just probabilities? I, I guess they're, they're calculations. So, yes, probabilities. Isn't it crazy how everybody always says they're intelligent? Couldn't they just be dumb? We <laughs> we don't have the technology to reach any of them yet because they're an average of 17,000 light years away. So we can't communicate with them yet. Have you ever, you ever been somewhere where it's so dark you can actually see the Milky Way? Uh, yeah. It's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. There's this one beach in Virginia where... Our, our producer buddy used to have a house, and it's like just one of the darkest points as far as light pollution goes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no yeah. no light pollution, and you can see, I mean, each night, hundreds of shooting stars. Mm-hmm. And you can see the Milky Way right through the center, and it is just... Wow. I a mean, lot of stars. life-changing, dude. A lot of stars. 
Uh, a popular toy from the 90s is making a comeback. The Tamagotchi Electric Pet will be back in stores on July 26th. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to run you $59.99. What? It was yep. like 13 bucks back then. Well, this is, I mean, a little more high tech. It was, back then, it was like a keychain. had two buttons, right? You yeah. got <laughs> to feed the thing. This is $59.99 with online pre-orders available now through Amazon, Target, Walmart, and GameStop. Back in the 90s, it had a simple black and white screen showing you uh, like a young chick that if you fed it and cleaned up its duty, it would grow bigger and live a happy digital life. This time, Tamagotchi will have enhanced graphics and color, and you could connect it to a mobile app. And now your pet can meet a mate, have children raise them into adults and cultivate some kind of Tamagotchi family tree. Also, unlike the original, I guess I, I, I never had one of these, but I knew people. Usually the girls would have these. But it required this thing constant care to prevent it from dying. And the new version, ready for this, guys? The new version will allow users to drop off the pet at a quote-unquote hotel for daycare service. But you still need to keep it fed and entertained when it needs something. Even when the screen is off, the thing's going to beep. So that sounds awesome. Wow. I can see my girls getting into this. There was a I can't remember I can't remember what the TV show was. There was a TV show where somebody got one of these things and they treated it like a real pet, and it was like a disaster. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, something that my daughter will probably get neglect, and then beep like crazy, die, and might as well just light the sixty bucks on fire. <laughs> This would be fun for her for about a week. And then, just like those Hatchimals. Remember those things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a big thing that was, huh? Got to get one of those. Dude, you should see this thing that, that my ex got my son. So, it comes with 10 of these eggs. And what you do is, if you're a normal kid, you like, on the table, you crack it like an egg. Uh-huh. My son decided to throw them, like fire them against the wall. And they're designed to break open and then there's like a figure inside of them. Dude, if I was a kid, that would have been the coolest thing ever. He was launching these things, and they're just exploding everywhere. Yeah. Like, where was that when we were kids, man? Yeah, you got to clean it up as an adult. Yeah, that's not ass. fun. No. Hey, remember back when everybody was talking about uh, an ancient Mayan prediction that the world would end December 21st, 2012? Remember yep. that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, the world didn't end then, clearly. But uh, we may not have dodged that Mayan bullet yet. A scientist in Knoxville, Tennessee, who's now deleted his Twitter. His name is Paolo Tagalogan. He God bless you. He redid the calculations. And uh, he says that the real date of the Mayan apocalypse is this upcoming Sunday. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? And par for the course for 2020. That's Am I saying, right? man. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, because so we talked about this in like Y2K when they started talking about, hey, 2012 Mayan calendar. All the scientists, everyone was like, hey, you know, that was like not on the Gregorian. Well, back when the Mayans made their prediction, he believes they were using the Julian calendar, which was the main calendar of the time. The world switched to the Gregorian calendar in 1582 and several days were lost. So this guy says following the Julian calendar... We are technically in 2012. If that's right, the date they believed was December 21st, 2012, is June 21st, 2020, which is this freaking Sunday. I don't want to be around. Because the only thing missing from 2020 is the mine apocalypse.
Which, I mean, honestly, there's the, the Mayans are looking pretty smart if if this year is 2012. And that was supposed to be the year of the now. D- is there more? Is there more in that angle about uh, or that article about? No, because uh, he deleted his Twitter. This guy. Oh. What if? What if one of the Mayan gods is like, well, what do you want to do this Father's Day? And he goes, I just want to be left alone. Let's just shut her down. <laughs> Father's Day. Remember when History Let's Channel just shut her down? Mayan Father's Day. Remember when History Channel based their entire business model on the, the Mayan calendar fear crap and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the, the 2012 stuff. The 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 pros that were coming out were saying, hey man. First of all, it's not on the Gregorian calendar, so it's not going to be 2012. And secondly, wasn't that in reference to like a new age with a new North Star and some other things? It had nothing to do with actually the ending of humanity. Am I right? Yeah. Is anybody with me here? I think so. Tomatoes on pizza, you know, whatever, man. Still gonna hold they disintegrate, man. No, they don't, man. You're cooking it wrong. You're You're basically like this. You go like this. Hey, here's a thin crust pizza. I'm gonna put some green pepper. What? 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 Like, are you talking like a margarita pizza? Oh yes. Yeah. See, see, wow. see. Like, I can do that, so but like good. at the same time, you're like, cool. You might as well just taking a cup of water and poured it on top of this pizza. That's it, man. No, you it's guys water. Are, are you even Italian? Either of you. How dare you? Well, I am Italian. How dare you? Everybody. Everybody. Good night. Scott, <laughs> get a vowel at the end of my last name. <laughs> me too. Well, you don't want to see my 23 like and me? Because I got it. I got it if you want to see it. What are you doing over there eating pizza anyway? It's got cheese on it. You shouldn't even be touching it. Hey, yeah. you leave that to us. You stay out of my life. Well, you stay out of <laughs> You just questioned our heritage. Let me uh, let me spotlight. You questioned it yourself. No, with I the didn't. Before this on descends pizza. into chaos, let me uh, let me uh, let Before? me put a spotlight on a on a local fifteen uh, year old kid here, and this kid's got a genius idea. As uh, businesses are being forced to limit how many people are inside because of the virus restrictions. Uh, I know my wife, uh, she had uh, dealt with this uh, last week, was uh, the gigantic line of the DMV. Uh, They're only allowing a certain amount of people inside Inside, the DMV, so people are lining up outside and waiting for a very long time. So a new company started by this teenager, 15 years old, this company will stand in line for you. Smart. The thing is called Stand in Line Services. I guess he started it after recently waiting two hours to get his driver's permit. The kid's name is Jack Stark. His company charges 20 bucks for the first hour and then 10 bucks for every additional half hour. And his employees will let you know when it's your turn so you don't have to wait. Brilliant. That's like uh, there's a restaurant by my house where the patio is very like, it's a sought out patio. Like mm-hmm. you, if you want to go to this restaurant on a Friday night instead of the patio, even pre-corona, you are talking an hour to two hour wait. So what they do now, kind of like that no wait app, is they say, uh, type in your phone number. And you type in your phone number when you check in. Mm-hmm. And they say, because of coronavirus, normally it's like, just sit at the bar or sit at this bench. They go, go sit in your car. We'll text you when your table's ready. Hmm. Great. They're making people wait in their car. And I think that's a great idea, too. Uh, this kid said when they, when, when they hear about our service... They think, why am I still standing here? Really helps them out. Everybody thinks it's a great idea and they want to help. He hired a couple of his classmates to help stand in line. Right now, they're offering services at 10 St. Louis DMVs. Wow. So good on this kid, man. It's awesome. I'd hire this kid. I got to go to the the DMV soon. If he does the, uh, the DMV I go to, I'll hire him. For sure. I don't want to wait in line. Uh, the CDC has released updated stats on the coronavirus in the U.S. 
So between January 22nd and May 30th, there were 1.76 million cases, 103,700 deaths, 14% of patients were hospitalized, 2% went to the ICU, 5% died. And the stats confirm that older people, minorities, and those with pre-existing health conditions are at the highest risk of death. Hospitalizations are six times higher and deaths are 12 times higher for people who reported underlying conditions. The most common were cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and chronic lung disease. Now, with the number of virus cases going up in a lot of parts of the country, there's talk of this, you know, here comes the second wave. Well, according to scientists and experts, it's not the second wave. It's still part of the first wave. To be defined as a second wave, the virus would need to retreat and then reappear. Or a new variant of the virus would have to emerge. The U.S. and other parts of the world will continue to see cases until there is an effective drug or vaccine. There are at least 136 COVID-19 vaccines under development as of June 9th. At least 10 of those are in clinical trials. So they're getting close. Dang. I'm on. They're getting close. And experts say that a second shutdown for the pandemic would be worse than the first. One said because of quarantine fatigue, because the economic effects of quarantine and other round of shutdowns might have larger effects. So how do we prevent shutting down again? Masks and distance. Dr. Fauci said the best thing to do is to avoid crowded areas. But if you're not going to do this, he said, please wear a mask. People have been eating more cereal. During the pandemic, specifically sugary cereal. An industry report said that it's because adults find the sugar, uh, the sugary cereals more familiar, a more comforting thing, and they bring joy and pleasure. Sugary <laughs> cereals. Uh, the pandemic has officially brought back the drive-in. We've been talking about drive-ins on this show for a while or since this whole thing started. 42% of people plan to visit a drive through movie theater or drive-in movie theater this summer. That's cool. Like I, I say drive through as men drive in movie theater. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a like one of those things that I think, you know, normally when you would have food truck Friday or, you know, Saturdays in the park, I think you'll see a lot of this. Yeah. Like I think this is gonna kinda be the new normal. Well now the thing up at, at the Powerplex with the music and movies. Yeah. Skyview over in Belleville, we, we found a place up in Washington now that's, that's, the, that's doing the drive-in movie theaters. They're showing the Garth Brooks thing. Yep. Now, could, could the quarantine change whether or not we have to pay for pornography? The industry is asking people to think about actually paying for a little porn once in a while because of the major financial hit they've taken during the pandemic. Porn isn't being produced now like it used to be. So while producers can't make porn, viewers are watching it in droves. In fact, Pornhub's traffic has spiked throughout the pandemic, for example. The, the demand for porn is, if not at an all-time high, at least higher than at this point last year. Mm-hmm. Now, a new poll found the, uh, the businesses that people have found essential during the pandemic. The top five, U.S. Postal Service, Clorox, Google. UPS and Walmart. Amazon's up there. Netflix, Lowe's, Home Depot, Chick-fil-A. Aldi made the list of uh, essential businesses. Walt Disney, DoorDash, and Facebook. Now, as the restaurants and businesses begin to reopen, um, 
There, there are a couple that, that aren't going to make it, a couple big companies. Chuck E. Cheese, currently working behind the scenes to avoid filing for bankruptcy. Ooh, really? Mm. Nice. Yeah. They are nearly $1 billion in debt. Wow. And they have Shh. approached lenders in, in recent weeks looking for $200 million to help, it, to help it out. Like, hey, give us a loan. At the end of the month, the company that owns Chuck E. Cheese faces a $1.9 million quarterly loan payout. And... Uh, I don't know if they're going to make it. There are 610 Chuck E. Cheese sites in nearly nearly all 50 states. 65% of support staff and the majority of non-exempt workers were laid off after this all hit. Another company, 24-Hour Fitness, filed for bankruptcy yesterday. 24-Hour Fitness, you said? 24-Hour Fitness. I didn't even know those were still around. They, I think the ones shut down here. I don't think there are any here. What, were the, what What's the one that just kind of... Oh, Gold's, Gold's Gym. Gym's Gold's Gym. There was some 24-hour fitness, because I remember when Northwest Plaza Mall was still open, like right next to the foot action, there was a 24-hour fitness. Meanwhile, it's not looking good for Men's Warehouse. The company that owns them on the brink of, on the brink of bankruptcy. And uh, finally, your news... A 70-year-old guy in Seattle who survived coronavirus after 62 days in the hospital got the bill for $1.1 million. Oh, I was going to say, I can't imagine it. $1.1 million. Now, he has insurance, so he may not have to pay some or all of it, but still. And he got the statement, like, breaking down how much each thing is, right. which was fascinating to me. He's going to have like a $20,000 deductible? So the total tab for his, for his bout with coronavirus was $1.1 million. $1,122,501.04 to be exact. Uh, all in one bill that's more like a, like a book because it runs 181 pages. Oh. Holy Jeez. cow. Man. 181 pages? <clears throat> Did he say how much he has to pay? Not yet. Just the charge... For his room in the intensive care unit was billed at nine thousand seven hundred thirty-six bucks a day, and due to the contagious nature of the virus, the room was sealed and can only be entered by medical workers wearing plastic suits and headgear. For forty-two days, he was in this isolation chamber, for a total charged cost of four hundred eight thousand nine hundred twelve bucks. He was also on a mechanical ventilator for twenty-nine days. With the use of the machine billed at $2,835 a day for a total of $82,215. In all, there are nearly 3,000 itemized charges, about 50 a day. Usually hospitals get paid only a portion of the amount they bill. As most, most have negotiated discounts with insurance companies. But when you see the breakdown of that stuff, mm-hmm. man, it's, it's really eye-opening. Yeah, and as far as insurance is concerned, from what I understand, uh, I know I've known a couple of chiropractors in my life that they, I guess they bill the insurance, but it's really just kind of a suggestion, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then they'll kind of come to an agreement. They negotiate it. Yeah. Man, think about that, though. That guy had a ventilator in for 29 days. Dude. Yeah. The entire month on a ventilator. So I'm sure he doesn't care about this bill. I'm sure he's just like, happy to be alive. Cow, I'm out of the hospital. Yeah, I'm alive cool. to argue about the bill. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird that we have this arbitrary number that my life is worth yeah. now and it's on you know here's my receipt for life yep. yeah. but man like I'm 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 so happy for him that he survived, survived. it what, what a hell yeah
And that is your news. Hey guys, Jeff Burton for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. And man, these guys are amazing, as are the frontline healthcare workers and the first responders. So they got a deal for you 10% off per tire on any tire purchase, 20% off any regular price on the motive service as well. Uh, this is available at all 40 convenient Dobbs uh, store locations for the healthcare workers and the first responders. Those stores all open Monday through Saturday. Super important to keep you on the road. Uh, Dobbs is locally owned and family owned since 1976. All this information is on the specials page at gotodobbs.com. Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. Just a quick correction, because we got called out on this by a couple of people. And, and they're right. So the Garth Brooks concert, which is when? 27. So it's going to be on drive-in theaters around the country. It's not. They're not showing it at Skyview in Belleville. Right. But somebody had, had tweeted us or messaged us saying it's going to be at a drive-in in Washington. And we assumed Washington over in Franklin County. But apparently it's Washington County. Mm. Which is not by Washington. Which is Cadet, Missouri. Cadet, Missouri. What is it? What, what's the one in Belleville called? Skyview. Skyview. This is like Skyline or Inline. Let me oh. see. Yeah, so it's not Washington, Missouri. It's Washington County. Starlight Drive-In Movie Theater, Cadet, in Missouri. In Cadet. Yeah. So that's two hours from here. Or from at least where you live, Moon. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. Guess what they're showing from June 12th through June 18th? Uh, Doc Hollywood. Side one, <laughs> Twister and Jurassic Park double feature. What? Side two, Halloween and Candyman mm. double feature. Well, don't say that four more times. You would drive two hours for that? Is that the plan? For Garth Brooks? Of course. Mm, I'm out. Are you really? I'm out. Well, it makes more room in the van. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. You're still going to pay your portion, nope, though, right? Nope, I'm oh, out. Oh, shoot. Well, there we go. You got a van? I think we're going to rent a van. Cars.com actually recommends the following uh, the following cars to take to a drive-in. Right at this? Number one is a Vos uh, Volkswagen Atlas, which I don't even know what that is. That's that big SUV. They say the sensible yet sexy Volkswagen Atlas it's is a three-row really nice. yeah. three <laughs> SUV that earned Cars.com's Best of 2018 award. And subsequently nabbed the 2020 Family Car of the Year Award. What? I've never even seen one. I don't even know this car. It's super nice. Is it? The Volkswagen awesome. Atlas? Unbelievably nice. Let me see. Wait, unbelievably nice. Let me it's see It's a this. really nice SUV. Yep. That's pretty basic. You would do a premium sound system upgrade for an extra six you grand? You it's pretty yeah. basic? It looks pretty basic to me, man. No, it's super nice. The Atlas comfortably holds seven occupants and boasts a Fender 12-speaker audio system. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, nice. like I mean, here's the interior. That's, oh, the nice interior, look yeah. at that. That's nice. Told you. That's luxurious. Now this one though may be not road safe. It doesn't have a side. Uh, I can see completely in and see uh, all three rows. That car cannot that's be the great for a movie. That's viewing. the base model. <laughs> Cars you got to pay extra for the side. Cars.com also says the Ram 1500. So I guess hang out in the truck bed. And I guess they all come with the Ram box cargo management system. It's like that massive. Locking, uh, conveniently lit storage space inside the hull. It's drainable, perfect for filling with ice to keep snacks, sodas, and other movie treats cool. Uh, they say the Chrysler uh, Specifica is great for <laughs> for drive-ins. I used to have one of those. Same. 
the Dodge Challenger, which I don't, okay. What? Is that one of those two? That's because you can put a lot of people in your trunk. Yeah. You have to pay for them. They say that's a great car for a drive-in. Why? No reasons? They just put Dodge Challenger. Muscle, muscle car fans love the Challenger's throwback body style, feel, and charm. Upgrade to the uh, to the SRT Hellcat version for extra power. However, be polite and stay until the credits roll to avoid drowning out the on-screen dialogue with the rumble under the hood. Maybe it just continues the it's whole... It's just to show off. I was going to say, well, I loved the, my Challenger, but it's not a driving well, car. Maybe it's like a, a continues the feeling of the throwback yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. feel of it. It's good maybe. for the pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good for the gram. And mm-hmm. they say the uh, Tesla Model X is a great one to bring to a drive-in. Yeah, because... The, the whole thing's a window. All-electric SUV looks like a rocket ship from the future with incredible acceleration. Over-the-air updates, roomy cabin, and up to 328 miles of range. For movie watching, the Model X's visibility is spot-on with tall side windows and a large windshield that stretches over the front and second rows combined to ensure passengers can see as much of the screen as possible. That would be cool. That's pretty That's pretty mm, yeah. awesome. Man, that'd be awesome. So, still, have fun on your I trip to Cadet, Missouri. Those. I will, man. I can't believe you're not coming. Oh, I can believe it. Yeah, I was going to say, I am, if you were surprised by that information, wow. Yeah, as I say, there are very few things that I truly do believe without hearing much info. That's one of them. What are you going to do instead? Not that. <laughs> oh, man, you're missing out. It's going to be great. I am. Thank you. I meant on the company, you know, like I'm good company. It would have been fun. It would have been yeah, good. Well, we'll hang out during the week. <laughs> I'm sure. We can hang, hang out, out right not, now. We can hang no, out not in the car for two hours. <laughs> hang out right now. We're having fun. Uh, let's get to emails. Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. Emails brought to you by Herb Equipment, your local John Deere lawn and garden equipment dealer. Hey, Herb. Herbgreen.com. Uh, good morning. You guys spoke in the last week or so about uh, trails uh, to walk and enjoy in this area. This person lives over in Edwardsville, wondering if myself or Moon or anybody knows any trails over there. And if I'd have seen this and been able to text my brother who lives in Edwardsville, I would have had a better answer because right. he he's he says the trails over there are beautiful. But in his defense, uh, T-Mobile had some uh, texting issues. And so yesterday. did Verizon and so did AT&T, but I have T-Mobile, yes. I have a 15 and a 13 year old. Thank you so much. I don't know. I don't know any. Yeah, the I campus. Mean, spent some time Dude, in Edwardsville. As I mean, tell campuses, me if I'm wrong. The campus is a great place, right? It's the second largest, as far as like land area. It's the second largest campus in the world, right next to some university in India. And like, you could just start walking. Really? That's true. Pre- pretty sure it was back when I was in there. the I, world. I know, well, obviously I know my little brother because he works over there. And there's a couple of, uh, of Risho listeners that that uh, work on campus. And if you follow them, man, there are beautiful uh, listen, If you know trails. of any great hiking trails in Edwardsville, let us know. Yeah, I don't know any. Yeah, it just says, in, on this one it says, SIUE is located on uh, 2,660 acres. Whoa. Man. And it's full of trees and lakes and many trails. Yeah, just go to, huh? go to SIUE no then, I guess, huh? Idea. Like, Next. I was going to say, I'm going to Trails Edwardsville, and there's a website that literally has like 15 different things listed instantly. And just start at the Goshen yeah. Lounge and just start walking. The Goshen Lounge. Northwest. Go to the Vatalatalala Bene 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 Center. Nobody could ever say that. The Vatalabene Center. No, I go there once a year. 
Vanilla bean. It's vanilla bean. You'll you'll hear Jeff, especially (laughs) you can ask your brother, the amount of pronunciations that he hears for that is probably outrageous. Yeah. Every year I go there, that's where he has his trivia night for his soccer team. And every year he just, he says the one with the V on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm a, I, I'll never forget. Like you know, you hear people pull up. They you see people pull up on campus and they walk out and they come up to you and they're like, "Yes, I'm a. Could you put me in the direction of the Vatadala Badadani Center?" Mm. <laughs> he was right a soccer player. For a I'm while. looking for Valhalla. Valderrama. <laughs> Next, Valhalla. Uh, you have <laughs> mentioned doors. over at the farm there that you do have buildings that you want to remove or take down. One or, building. Or, oh, just one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, volunteer firefighter here, other side of the river. Great idea here. It says most rural fire departments, like maybe that would be out by your property, have low call volumes. Don't get a whole lot of practice with live fire training. How about instead of the root and removing the house, let them take uh, it over? You know what? Uh, that was going to be the plan. I was going to contact the local fire department to use the house that's on the property for practice. Get out of here. Can, no. can I? Can, can you sell tickets? And, and like, I want to watch. Dude, yeah, it, the end of this sure. email says, plus, it's fun to watch. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Burn it down! We had that discussion <laughs> uh, last week about contacting the local fire department as soon as everything's cleared out of the house. Like some of the stuff we still want. Uh, to have the fire department come in and use it for it's practice. A great idea, man. Man, that's super cool. Yeah. I took a career assessment test a long time ago, and that said I should be a fire watcher. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is something I could do. We're thinking about doing it on the 27th. Oh, you turd. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Only for a couple of hours, though. <laughs> <laughs> right at dusk? Yeah, right around the time where I'm, you can see a... Giant Garth Brooks concert. Do, on a do not do this without outside. me, please. I would love to see. Yeah, that. no, that that would be pretty, you know, yeah. pretty neat to watch. Mm-hmm. And to see those firefighters in action, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And how they do it. And let's let's they get all sweaty real quick. And let's let's write a short story and 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 a, and a screenplay and <laughs> and let's write a movie and we'll film it because that yeah. there's got to be some super yeah. cool use of you running from this fiery building. Yeah. Call it Backdraft. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. Or Fahrenheit 451. Great title. Uh, next, we had talked about guys drunkenly uh, proposing at weddings or wedding receptions. Yes. Or just proposing whether you're drunk or not. The great story here, sister's wedding. Uh, one of the groomsmen proposed. He was hammered. Man. Towards the end of the night, he got on one knee in the middle of the dance floor. Fortunately, his girlfriend was relatively sober, realized what was happening, picked him up, dragged him out, saying, sorry, he's an idiot. I'll take him home now. <laughs> On her way out, that's what she said. Then the sister and the brother-in-law were able to laugh it off. Thankfully, we found out later the groomsman woke up the next morning, and here was the conversation. Uh, did I propose last night? Yes. Should I probably go out and get a ring? Uh, you idiot. You should probably call your friends and apologize. Oh, man. He apologized, got a ring, and they're happily married. Oh, okay. Or at least Happy married. Ending. Ah, happy ending. Hmm. Uh, or an ending. Somebody sent over a message here, and this makes a lot of sense. Like, isn't there practice to stop the house from burning down? Uh, <laughs> yes, and also going room to room looking yeah. for people. I mean, there's so this an idiotic thing to text. So we're going to hide in there? Yeah, I mean. It, it, what do you mean? Those those firefighters need to train it when they got to get people out of rooms. Right. But what he's saying is oh, if he's you saying want the house to be removed, you're going to have a, a wet house. Well, no. I mean, by removing, it's going to be collapsed into itself and then lit on fire. They'll figure it out. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. See, it started to hit you. Yeah. Yeah, but they... <laughs> 
they've done that before. <laughs> I just watched the turd there. That was a, that's the first time I think I've ever actually seen that. Like actually, happen. no, no, because I thought I thought whoever texted you that meant something else. No, 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 no. They were talking about like when all is said and done, and after they are done with their practice, they're going to go. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. Leave it. And he got half a burnt house. Oh and no, wet no. And and we want to take a bulldozer to it anyway. Gotcha. And it was I thought the purpose was is for like you to like. You know, you were going to say, oh, when we're done, we're just going to set the house on fire and be done with it. And then if they want to practice and do all that stuff. No, no, no. That's still my plan. The plan was, the plan is to, you know, you you bulldoze the building, kind of collapse it in gotcha. on itself into the foundation and then light it on fire. And Yeah, we did that, Scott. That. Yep. The, the, there was an old barn that was collapsing. And I mean, like, our whole childhood, every, every summer, it would just be another foot completely leaning over. And they cleared the entire thing. But did they burn it first? I don't think they did. And while listen, while it's still a structure that's that's sound, right? The fire department could come practice, you know, going room to room and doing what you know, doing. Yeah, I understand all that. Whereas you suggested that we. My apologies to whoever texted you. You said that burn or start the house on fire and me like hide in a room somewhere. Okay, right, go guys, get him. Find Jeff. Here's a picture. <laughs> Someone did also just email us, and all it says is, "Sounds like Moon is crazy enthused and pleased with the thought of setting stuff on fire." Hide your lighters. Well, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, come on, everybody. All of us are Cub Scouts. Watching, watching things burn. Yeah, um, all of us are Cub Scouts at heart. Would you if, guys? Would you guys be into? And I told Riz about this a little bit uh, before the show. I have a almost a hundred foot tree that needs to come down, and I may need help pulling on on ropes and stuff. No, to, that sounds not safe. No, the guy that's doing it, <laughs> which Tony knows, <laughs> he he said that the three people that are in the woods, when it starts coming down, we will have an escape route for everybody. Okay, to, I don't need to, to do get anything out of the that way. needs an escape route. I'll give you a hat. Yeah. <laughs> what is he talking about? He's got a hundred foot tree that's gonna. And you down. want us to pull it down? Well, this guy is going to cut it down, but the process is you got to have have it uh, tethered, and as it's come, as he's cutting, you tighten it and tighten it. You got to yeah, guide yeah, it down, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, it doesn't destroy kind of your house yeah. or the other houses. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I want nothing as, to do with that. As he's cutting, you you keep tightening it, and then at a certain point, it's the ropes are supposed to take over. Then everybody gets out of the yeah, way. Yeah, cool. When you destroy yeah. your neighbor's again, house, I want to be nowhere near there. All right, just Mr. Boss. <laughs> just burn it down. Now the best is, you know, Riz, you said that you know what what person doesn't like burning things. We've all done this. Like you're sitting around a fire at some point, and all of a sudden, I I, I did this the other day my son had had a fruit roll-up and he had like set it on the table and you know i was getting ready to throw it away and i had a fire going outside and i went wonder what this will <laughs> yeah. and you throw it on there and you go oh, yeah. it's melting i've never felt more human <laughs> put a dorito in there <laughs> i can smell it uh, i can lyle, smell it lyle says the redneck thing to do is find all the support beams in the house take a chain and just pull it down it's way more fun <laughs> yeah that was also thought of, Lyle. Lyle! We are thought of that. Yeah, you got the tractors to do it. But I, I'm thinking the the, uh, the fire department angle is the way to go. Yeah, it gives them practice, gives Absolutely. them experience. I wonder if they have some sort of deal where after they practice, they do clear it for you as a thank you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We will uh, re- we'll reach out to the local uh, fire department and, uh, and ask. Uh, next. I don't know if we've talked about this podcast, but they're alerting us to a uh, storyteller podcast about musicians who are members of the 27 Club. It's called... Oh, it's, yeah. it's called... I'm just trying to think. The 27 Club. Yeah, I've listened to it. Uh, season one was about Hendrix, and uh, season two is Jim Morrison. Very explicit, not kid-friendly, uh, though. Yeah, it's the guy who does Disgraceland, the Disgraceland podcast, which is another excellent podcast. So if, if you like, uh, you know, if you like the story of Jimi Hendrix, that first season is about his life and death. And this new one is about 
Jim Morrison. But the Disgraceland podcast itself is really cool. It's a good music hmm. story podcast. That's the podcast I listened to where I thought that John Denver was a sniper who killed, oh, yeah. killed oh, yeah. JFK. <laughs> the April Fool's Day. The April Fool's me. <laughs> Man. <sighs> The one I listened to the whole damn podcast. I, re I remember when you were telling that story, and I had searched it, and I saw that it was not true. I just remember looking at you going, oh, my God, this poor fellow. Like, this is what he believes. I this is before you got to the part where you told us that it was April Fool's. But I was just looking at you going, he's going to be devastated when I, I tell him this. I went a whole friggin' hour listening to this dumb podcast about <laughs> John Denver being the man who possibly pulled the trigger to kill JFK. And the whole time you're going, how did I not know this all these years? I wanted years. to find out that it was an April Fool's joke. You got me. <laughs> Damn it, you Jeff, got me. Can you imagine him driving going, I can't wait to tell the fellas this one. None I of these guys walking. know this. I was, walk I, was, I was walking cat the dog. I took an extra, you know, extra couple miles listening to this thing. Only to be duped. Uh, next. Who I can't wait to tell the gang. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to tell the fellas about this one. They never heard about and this. And I'm getting my steps in. Uh, I know it's been over 10 years, and we're way past the too soon period, but can you please stop talking about the Sopranos ending? Oh, come on. I started watching it during quarantine the past two days. I've had to skip through the podcast with my fingers in my ears as you talk about the last scene. It just so happened to be the anniversary of it last week. And but ten, you did and talk ten about years it in the, detail. Yeah, I mean, it's it, ten years. It's okay, right? That's plenty of time. If you don't, it was a pop culture huge moment. Everybody was talking about it the day it happened. Yeah, but don't penalize the people that weren't there at the at oh, that time. Uh, so uh, <laughs> anything I say, somebody's getting gonna get pissed off anyway. So and get your fingers out of yours. That's gross. I know what you're saying probably sniffing them after too. Ugh. Uh, one more, Jeff. Uh, listening to the podcast from this week where you're talking about someone finding the hidden treasure chest in the Rockies. Oh, right, oh, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's supposedly. Have any of you ever taken your kids geocaching? It's a free what app, and it tells you where tons of hidden caches are all over. Check it out. What? Ge geocaching. C-A-C-H-I-N-G. Is that looking at rocks? I, it's Maybe. That oh, kind of seems like it. Wait, did you say, wait, wait, wait. Did you say you're looking for hidden gems? The app tells you where there's hidden gems? Uh, that's not what hidden. the email the app said. knows where they are. Well, they're hidden until you use the app, I guess. I don't know. What? Is it geocaching or geocaching? G-E-O-C-A-C-H-E. Geocache. That sounds boring. Let's go look yeah, for Yeah, the video kids. of it, it looks like here's somebody finding something inside book. of a tree. By the way, that app uh, that I was telling oh, you about. Oh, okay. It's it's like actual things that people put out, I guess. Like yeah. here's someone finding a, a small tree or a small chair inside of a tree. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, it's a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's more oh, of a scavenger that's, hunt. Oh, that this makes is sense. an official game piece from official geocache. Oh, yeah. Here's somebody who just found an entire box of stuff. What yeah. is in there? Does not say. They just show you the box. I don't show you the, the contents, the treasure. You gotta find it. We just we just get to look if at you, the chest. If you go to geocaching.com, there is a video that shows a little bit more. Oh, okay. Inside the box oh, that stuff. sounds fun, actually. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That but sounds fun. I they, thought I was looking for rocks. Are they, the wants to do that? Are I got they putting all this on, on public property, or it looks like it? it looks like it's in the woods. So it's either in people's. Well, it's probably in like state parks or something. Man, like that. that's some Shawshank Redemption stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, Un treasure. Under the tree, yeah. under the rock that looks like it doesn't belong. <laughs> By the way, that app that I was telling you about uh, is so fun. <clears throat> is that the um, one the plants and, and insects? Yeah, I, 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 I had 
I had the wrong. I had the wrong app before. Oh, look at that! Skittles. A sand dollar. <laughs> Skittles. Mini Uno and a motorcycle. Well, Skittles. You can't get those just anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just a bunch of crap it's that somebody's going to take to Goodwill, but. They put it in a box and call it a scavenger hunt. Well, it's still fun. Yeah, the, the app, though, that I was talking about is called Seek by iNaturalist. And, dude, it, it's it's for real Pokemon. It's 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 Pokedex. And it's got challenges and um, insect challenges and different things. And it's got all, like, the local species where you're at. So if you're traveling, it'll show you what kind of butterflies and what kind of mm. turtles and, and all sorts of identifiers. And you just take a picture and it says, this is most likely milkweed or whatever yeah. it is. I know that sounds super nerdy. This is awesome. What's it called? It's called Seek. Seek. By iNaturalist. Huh. And I think, I mean, so far it's all it's all been free and all that. But, man, it's cool. You got little challenges and, and achievements and observations. Oh, it's what a cool world. All right. Thank you all for your email. Hey, it's J.B. Smoothie listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like <laughs> not cool. Yeah. I'm excited to have uh, comedian Dan Soderin on Friday. You gonna be in the building? He's gonna be here. Dan Soderin's so coming in. So tight. I'm a big fan. I am too. I love that dude. He'll be here uh, second time. Uh, Friday, nine o'clock. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He's got a real good podcast. I like the podcast he does with Big J. Yeah, Bonfire. Yeah. Uh, and Nikki Glazer tonight is uh, at Helium tonight and tomorrow. The Tonight Show wound up selling out. It had to have. Checking it out. I will go right now to their website. I'm going to click on buy tickets. I'm going to attempt to buy tickets and I am unable to buy tickets. We need some money, Tony, or what's going on? (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Yeah, so Nikki, I think, is is she the first show there since Uh uh, reopening? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Did she say there was going to be, like, uh, boards, like plexiglass in front of the stage? They, I don't think I don't she, know. I don't, I, I, really? Huh? I don't remember her saying that. I don't remember reading that. But, I mean, there's an entire thing on the website right when you go to Helium Comedy. It'll show you. Uh, yeah, what measures they've taken, what they want you to do, what they expect right. of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take your temperature before you even come in. But uh, good luck to everybody over at Helium. <laughs> and congratulations on uh, reopening. So, anybody see what uh, Ford wrote on Twitter? Yeah. The Ford Motor Company wrote on Twitter on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> on Saturday, Ford wrote, it was bringing back the Bronco. The Bronco was coming back. I thought we knew this. It was electric, right? Wait for it. Well, I mean... we Everybody I, knew the Bronco a, was coming back, but now we're getting details was, on it when. It was a rumor. And, it was a rumor, and now it is fact. The Bronco is coming back. It's going to be out July 9th. Which just so happens uh, to be O.J. Simpson's 73rd birthday. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Either a marketing person just got fired or got a promotion. From one I of the don't two. know. I mean, listen, we all know O.J. OJ Simpson and the, and the white Bronco chase. Now, when they brought this thing out prototype style, and of course the production line is going to be very different than that prototype, it is one of the coolest looking cars ever. Mm-hmm. You seen this thing? I don't know what the new new one looks Dude, like. Dude, it looks dope. It looks like an old Bronco meets a Land Rover meets something. I saw something. what the prototype looked like. Yeah, it's Tesla like a muscle it. SUV as I, opposed to a muscle car. Uh-huh. But the one they're releasing on July 9th, usually the prototype's a little different than what they put on the yeah. street. Right, but I mean, even j- just the shape of the prototype, if they even stay close to it, it's almost like an old Scout. And um, Yeah, the old Scout's cool. That's a cool-looking car. Yeah, it's... Uh, <sighs> 
It's an interesting mix of but the fact Bronco that Scout, Wagoneer, and something else. The fact else. that they're releasing it on OJ's birthday yeah. is just That's pretty hilarious. brilliant. Hmm. OJ will forever be linked with the Bronco. 1994 Chase from Orange County to Brentwood with the Al Cowlings as the, as the driver. And the new Bronco only goes eight miles an hour. <laughs> Remember this? We're watching O.J. Simpson pull into his driveway. He has driven all the way. O.J. Simpson is in the back of this vehicle. The reports we've received off of the police scanners is that Mr. Simpson has a gun to his head and obviously is threatening suicide. Yeah, millions watched the chase on live TV, one of the most watched TV news events of all time. And Ford claims... That the Broncos' release date and O.J. Simpson's birthday is purely coincidental. You had mm -hmm. 365 days to, or 364 days to pick. <laughs> or ever since they said, hey, we should bring the Bronco back. Somebody should have looked and said, here's the day we don't debut it. <laughs> purely coincidental. Okay. Get the f*** out yeah. of here. <laughs> so apparently they're going after the Wrangler because it says here the, the doors and the roof will be removable. Here's the deal. Guess huh. what? We're talking about the Ford Bronco being re-released. Yeah. They got what they wanted to do. Oh, everybody's Intentional, about not intentional. Of course, of course. They got they got what they wanted. The tweet said 7920, the wild returns with a picture of the Broncos logo superimposed over an open road. Hashtag Ford Bronco. Hashtag built wild. <laughs> Hashtag OJ's birthday. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like this is not the first. I mean, I feel like I kept getting fed these ads about win a Bronco, win a 2020 Bronco. This is the, but this is officially from. Oh. Maybe you were hearing things. You know what? It says in this article that I was reading that the production was delayed because of the coronavirus. So maybe that's why it went away. And maybe for they a never put a date out, out. Oh, and now they got the right, date. Right, right, right. Here's an old. Listen, here's an old commercial from 1966. I think this is them actually introducing the Bronco. <laughs> a new trail of excitement. The new Ford Bronco for 1966. <laughs> a rough, tough, go-anywhere, climb-anything sports car. Choice of powerful six or big new 200-horsepower V8 engine. Clear out snow in four-wheel drive. Cruise down a road in two. Two-wheel drive without annoying whine. Smooth as silk on paved roads, Ford's new Bronco gives you synchronized shifting. Velvet smooth oil spring drive. Moon, I love those old-timey commercials. That's in 2017, Ford released the social media site for the Bronco and announced that it was going to be making a Bronco. That was 2017. And then three years later, yep. boom, coming yeah, out. Yeah, apparently there's been a few that have been tested out in Detroit and they've seen them kind of around. Um, but man, that, that is the first time I've ever heard anybody refer make that word sound like two words. Bronco. Bronco. Bronco, Bronco from Ronco. The new Ford Bronco. Bronco immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, my buddy in high school had one, and it was, you know, when you put it in four-wheel drive, you got to get out of the car and you got to turn the, the hubcaps. Like there was a, a thing on the hubcap where you had to turn it to put it in four-wheel drive. Yep. 
I remember that, Scott? Yeah, I had a mm-hmm. truck like that. Yeah. In high school. Is that the one we had to rev every time we got to a stop yep. sign? <laughs> Dude, this thing, you man. You started with the uh, screwdriver? Yeah. yeah. It was it was enormous. Uh, did it have windows? Yeah, but the oh. back, you could just slide it open. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that's how, yeah, that's, that's how, that's how you get in locked. because there's no key for it. That's the car that's that had right. character. Dude, <laughs> but every time I drive it, he's like, remember, you got to like rev it. And this is an old, what was it, 77? 77, yeah. yeah, Chevy Scottsdale. And uh, as you approach the stop sign, he would die if it was idling too low. So you have to go, run, and then, and then hit the brake. <laughs> it was so loud. It was great. Oh, man, that is the stereotypical <laughs> truck that you see in like... Uh, the creepy farmer down the road has that truck. What, the 77 Scottsdale? Yeah. Yeah, his was all lifted and rusted yeah. out, though. It had, had bullet the, holes in the back. Yeah. Roll bar on it. <laughs> uh, like, today is... The, mur- the murderous cowboy drove that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But imagine it, like, I mean, super high and super just uh, rednecked Crappy. out. I mean, it, <laughs> dude, there's Garbage. no other way to say Look it. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it that, was sweet, uh, man. Yeah, that that's yeah, a it. Little lifted, but with with, yeah. with bullet holes in the back. That that will <laughs> you shine mean the a stickers, light. right? The bullet hole stickers. No, right. no, no. The actual bullet holes. <laughs> uh, today is June sixteenth, back in the day, one hundred sixty-two years ago, eighteen fifty-eight. Senate candidate Abe Lincoln told the Springfield, Illinois crowd that slavery was an issue that had to be resolved, declaring a house divided against itself cannot stand. That happened one hundred sixty-two years ago, one hundred seventeen years ago, nineteen oh three. One of the biggest days in U.S. business history, both the Ford Motor Company and Pepsi-Cola were incorporated. Those two companies, same day. 61 years ago, 1959, TV Superman, George Reeves, was found shot to death in his home. But nobody can agree on whether he killed himself or he was murdered. Yeah, he supposedly had some sort of condition where he thought he was Superman. Yeah, it was something. Who is this? George George Reeves. Reeves. The old TV, black and white TV. The original Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. Whoa. 48 years ago, 1972, David Bowie released his fifth record, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. It was a concept album that included Suffragette City and, of course, Ziggy Stardust. 42 years ago, 1978, Grease, starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, opened in U.S. theaters. And 10 years ago, 2010, BP agreed to set up a $20 billion fund for those who were affected by the Deepwater Horizon oil spill mm. in the Gulf of Mexico. And that's what happened back in the day. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Uh, Catherine Perry and the Black Eyed Peas are headlining a virtual Rock the Vote concert that's happening this Thursday. Rosario Dawson will co-host, and uh, there's some other people that are going to be getting in on it as well. show starts about 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, you guys know the Beatles song uh, Penny Lane, right? Yeah. You guys know this oh, one, yeah, right? This one. I mean, classic. Penny Lane is in my ear and in my eyes. What about it, Jeff? Uh, that's racist, isn't it? Penny Lane? Uh, I didn't think about it. It's a, it's a street in the band's hometown of Liverpool. It's also a uh, person to. It's, uh, people have actually started to uh, turn on it because it might also have to been named after a person who was who was a slave trader named James Penny. Aren't they not sure? They are not sure. I saw somebody spray painted over the, yeah. the actual Penny Lane sign. More than one, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, for the record, Liverpool's International Slavery Museum says there's no conclusive proof. The street 
that the song was after uh, was named after James Penny, but they're looking into it. And the mayor says uh, if it was named after him, uh, then the street will be renamed. Until then, please stop spray painting the song. Yeah, that doesn't really do much to help. Uh, Speaking of songs here real quick, uh, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, and their band The Circle. Tell me how you feel about this new take on uh, Right Now, Van Halen's Right Now. Just a new arrangement, right? Just seems a little slower, doesn't it? Never seen Sammy Hagar live. He I was fantastic. The one time I saw him, it was and I I misspoke the other day. It was on the I Can't Drive 55 tour, which would have been a Hagar tour. Mm-hmm. But his voice still sounds great. He's like 102 or whatever. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen uh, you know, recordings or him on TV. It sounds great. I'd love to see him live. Just yeah. sounds like a like a really party atmosphere kind of show. Uh, Kenny Chesney announced uh, the new 2021 dates for his rescheduled uh, Chillaxification Tour, uh, which was supposed to kick off, obviously, this year. Tour is going to stop in 18 different U.S. stadiums starting May 1, show in uh, Tampa, Florida. And there is a St. Louis date, looks like Bush Stadium, July 21st of 2020. Next year. Yeah, I'm sorry, of 2021. Due to the scheduling conflicts, some of the stadium shows uh, just are going to be canceled because, well, they have other things to do with those particular stadiums. So again, Kenny Chesney, St. Louis, Bush Stadium, July 21st, 2021. Chillaxification. How could they figure that out? Because, yeah, obviously there's no baseball schedule for next year yet. Yeah. Uh, Um, Maybe they're... I, I guess know. baseball have to work around Kenny Chesney. Yeah, hey, we got here first. You guys are over there arguing about even playing. Uh, yesterday, HBO Max announced that it would make good on its promise, member to bring back a gun with the wind. Remember, I said they were going to take it away. They were going to bring it back. Well, the, there's a new introduction explaining its racial prejudices that were a, quote, a product of the film's time. This introduction will be provided by a black scholar and television host named Jacqueline Stewart. So look for that to be coming back to your streaming service. The sequel to James James Cameron's uh, sci-fi blockbuster that Avatar yes, has Avada. resumed shooting in New Zealand. Why New Zealand, Riz? Uh, I think they are coronavirus clear. Yeah, they got they got uh, zero up on the sign. Uh, the producer John Landau says, "quote This one uh, this one production alone is going. We're going to hire 400 people in uh, 400 New Zealanders to work on it. We are going to spend in the next five months alone 70 million dollars." They call them New Zealanders Kiwis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kiwis. Yeah, they were uh, the filming was shut down back in March, so uh, they have reopened and they're back over there and they are already uh, producing. Josh Gads that uh, reunited apart brought together some more stars from another movie. This time it was Ghostbusters. And while they were talking about auditions, Ivan Reitman, who was the director, and uh, Sigourney Weaver was there, Bill, Co- uh, Bill Cosby, uh, Bill Murray was there. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and, Cosby was there, huh? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. He didn't have anything else to do. He was in Ghost Dog, remember? That's true, yeah. He just called in on the Zoom Ghost, on the wrong Ghost night. Dad. Ghost, Ghost Dad. Dad. Yeah. Ghost Dog was Forrest Whitaker. That's right. Ghost, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ghost Dog, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, Ghost Dad, Bill Cosby. My Sigour- Sigourney's Weaver. Whitaker family. Sigourney Weaver's character, when she becomes possessed, uh, is kind of like a dog, like a rabid dog almost. Most, right, wouldn't yeah. you say? Okay. And a- according to Reitman, that was her idea. So wow. I had to become a dog, and I was really willing to become a dog for the whole show. So he looked 
quite reluctant. I kept going, howling and growling and eating cushions. <laughs> the wonderful thing that Sigourney said during the audition is, you know, I read the script. It's very funny, but really, my character should become a dog at some point. And we didn't have that. We were still trying to figure out. That was your idea? That was, that was your Sigourney's favorite. idea. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh said, I really think I should be possessed and become a dog myself. And I pitched Sigourney's idea, and that's really where, the, where it came from. There is no Dana, only Zool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that kind of behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, right? It, was Rick Moranis there? I didn't see him on the screen, but I just looked at it very, very, very briefly, so I'm sure we'll find out. BuzzFeed has a list of those sorts of things, those behind-the-scenes kind of facts, and this is about some 90s movies. Uh, there's a, li- there's a uh, link on the blog if you want to check out some uh, more of them, but here's 10 of them. Titanic. Who almost played Jack and who almost played Rose? Hmm. No idea. Matthew McConaughey, Jack. Claire Danes almost played Rose. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Star Wars Episode oh, Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Tupac was a diehard Star Wars fan, and before he died, he auditioned for the role that Samuel Jackson wound up getting. Oh, Mace Windu. Yep. Uh, Independence Day, U.S. military was originally going to supply costumes and props and even airplanes to be used in the movie, but they withdrew their support when the filmmakers refused to remove references to... Oh, God. Uh, I know this. I'll say it. Area 51. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to take that reference out, and they said no, so you're on your own. Sixth Sense, the executive uh, who bought the script... Listen to this. Sixth Sense, the executive who bought the screenplay for Disney's Buena Vista label lost his job because he bought the script. They were so upset, you're oh, yeah. fired. Because he, he spent, you know, whatever it was, a million bucks or something, and they thought, oh, this is a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. $2.25 million. They thought Disney would be happy about it. They oh. were not. Disney fired him. They let another company finance the movie instead. And because of that, they only got 12.5% of the huge profits from the wow. sixth sense. Yeah. Oops. Yet that guy gets fired. Armageddon, Ben Affleck, says he once asked the director, Michael Bay, quote, why was it easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers? Yeah, great point. And Michael's reply. So they sent all the oil drillers up there to do the thing on the on the asteroid. What, they couldn't train astronauts to do that? <laughs> Scientists? That's a great point, Ben Affleck. And Michael Bay's response, shut the F up. Uh. And they talk about it in the DVD on the commentary track on the on that particular one. Terminator <laughs> 2, Judgment Day. Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid $21,429 per word. His salary, $15 million. Total words, $700. I, uh, I watched that recently. It was on HBO. Terminator 2. Great one. And, uh, Edward Furlong's character is really annoying. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis called him. Really kicks up the like an annoying yelling, high pitched yelling (laughs) notch. I mean, it's it's a great movie though. Bruce Willis called himself a knucklehead because he turned down Ghost because he was originally supposed to be the guy to start it with his then wife Demi Moore, but he turned it down because he didn't understand how romance with a ghost could work. (laughs) It's a movie, Bruce. Mm Mm-hmm. Bruce. Yeah, bro, it's a movie. Bruce, these are movies. We, we figured mm-hmm. it out. We didn't get it greenlit with you know, just movie, an idea. Huh? Guess what? You also <laughs> didn't go to the moon and drill. <laughs> you know, you also are not uh, protecting the plaza from people. and With your with your bare feet. Yeah, with, with your, your bare feet. Fake just bare feet. Running yeah. around. 
Uh, Twister, the movie Twister, uh, to give each tornado a distinctive different sound, the sound designers altered a recording of a camel's moan, lowering the pitch until it uh, created a creepy uh, sound, and the movie was later nominated for Best Sound Actor. Hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Oscar. Is that the place, is, is Twister the ride at Universal? Like where you yeah, walk then. in and they do like the, they do everything from Twister like you're in a scene from Twister mm. and you had to hold onto the rail and it does the wind and everything. I don't remember Pretty that. sure it's universal, but it's awesome. It's so much fun. Hmm. Toy Story 2. Disney originally wanted the Toy Story sequels to go direct to video releases like Aladdin 2 Return of Jafar, but that would have been a big mistake because the sequel went on to make $2.6 billion yeah. worldwide and it was almost direct to uh, directed video release. Anybody seen all of them? I didn't see the last one. You got him. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Wait, is that the 4K one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, really see, I didn't see that one. Uh, last, saw the other one. Last one on this list here. Uh, Home Alone writer-director John Hughes wrote the screenplay in just nine days. Jeez. And the last 44 pages in just eight hours. <laughs> and the re and how he got it? Stressful trip to Europe that left him thinking, quote, what if one of my kids had been accidentally left behind at home? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it turned into a, a hell of a movie, that's for sure. Idaho-based uh, children's cancer charity got a got a huge uh, I'm going to say boost of Star Power online auction courtesy of Keanu Reeves. He is giving away a 15-minute Zoom call to the highest bidder uh, a 50-lot auction, Camp Rainbow Gold, and this is for kids with cancer. I believe his sister died of cancer or had cancer, so this is very, very close to his heart. So he is donating 15 minutes uh, of a Zoom call. And you guys remember that Cameo company where you can go yeah. and Charlie Sheen can tell you that your girlfriend breaking yeah. up with you or whatever? They have changed with the times. Now Cameo is doing Zoom calls, and you can buy Zoom calls with big old celebrities. And here are some of the notable celebrity options. Jeremy Piven, Gilbert Gottfried, Lance Bass, Brett Favre, Drock A, uh, Dr. Dr. Drew. Here's the prices. You could Zoom with Drake? Yep. No, it's Drake Bell. Oh. There's no comma. <laughs> it's Drake, next line, <laughs> Bell. Drake, comma, Bell? Yeah. So Lance Bass or is Bell, comma, Drake. Lance Bass is $1,250. Sean Astin is $600. Brett Favre is $5,000. I have not mentioned Jeremy Piven. Give me a price. To Zoom call with Jeremy Piven. How, how long? Yeah. Uh, doesn't say. 100 $253. Ari Gold from Entourage. How much to Zoom call with him? I'm going to go 250 I'll say 200 Oh, Piven is available for a 10-minute group call if you have a cool $15,000. Wow! $15,000 for 10 minutes? And that's, by the way, three times more than Brett Favre. Boy, we got to speak remember. to him for like... 45 minutes for yeah. free. Yeah. Actually, we uh, got paid. I don't yeah, know if I would pay for that for right, a Zoom guys, call with Robin Williams I, right now. I didn't. I would. I totally would. Um, I didn't want to tell you guys this, but I paid the 15 grand for him to be in here. So. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> just, just, so just so you guys know. Uh, crappy birthday is John Cho. Oh, uh, Harold. Yep. And he's the guy that started. You know, he is the one that's accredited as the craze for MILF. Yes, from yes, American, American Pie. Pie. It's Har him and the Harold other guy, from but Harold they, and Kumar, yeah. nobody knows the other guy. They only know him. He's the new Sulu in, uh, in Correct. Star Trek. Correct, yep. Phil Mickelson is 50. MC Ren from NWA is 51. Laurie Metcalf, that's Jackie on Roseanne. She's 65. OJ Simpson, 
Not Striver Al Collins is 73. <laughs> we know his birthday's in July. <laughs> Today's Burton birthday of the day. Uh, birth name, Jim Helwig. But he actually legally changed his name to the name that you know him by. For the longest time, he was ostracized from his company. He eventually came back, and just two days after WrestleMania, Man. the dude literally had a heart attack and died. He was my favorite. Obviously, you know who I'm talking about, Moon. Do you know who I'm talking about? Say the stats again. He, he retired? First name, Jim Helwig. He actually legally changed his name to what you know him by. For the longest time, he was ostracized from the WWE. Eventually, came back, and just two days after WrestleMania, I'll tell you one of his from. first few appearances after his return, he had a heart attack and he died. He's from parts unknown. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yep. Ultimate so, Warrior would have dude, been. He was old. my favorite, dude. Whenever you'd hear, and the dude would sprint to the ring. How old do you think he would have been today? Uh, he would have been sixty-five. I did not say yes, so that means you are incorrect. Next, oh. Moon. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna, oh man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say older, 68. You're wrong. 70. Jeff, Come on. Wrong. 70. Also, I'll go 72. Uh, he is 61. So Riz, oh man. By default, you, Do you take uh, me to Pearl Jam with you. He still went over. Nobody wins. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Katie Jordan. And today's birthday girl has gone up and down more times than a Ferris wheel in 70 fine films, including All By Myself, uh, The Ass Parade, The Bitches Behind Bars, Whoa, I Got a Wife, also in Somebody's <laughs> Daughter. No, time out. These are two different films. Is it The Bitch Is Behind Bars or The, the Bitches? No, it's like bitches, like a group. Oh, okay. There's a gaggle. That's what I needed to know. Uh, and who could forget her unforgettable role in What the F? Big Booby Bitches and Ass. What in the Katie Jordan, 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday. And that is your crap on celebrities. I want to see if I get the uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, entrance. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Here, let me see if I can pull this up here. This is the song, right? And then right here. This is the best. Yeah, dude, just run. From, run. Yeah. Sprint from backstage. Jeff, you stop them. Reliving my childhood. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Ultimate Warrior. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. I was watching that uh, WWE Network and uh, some of the old wrestling matches. And watching him wrestle, it's silly. Honestly, it's, it's <laughs> really, really silly. I still think one of the, my favorite things about wrestling that I laugh out loud about when I watch those old matches is when... Hulk Hogan would Hulk up. And oh. just by the sounds of you clapping your hands, you're reviving him back to life. Oh, no, I can't even feel he's that. Been, he's, he's been in a chokehold for 15 minutes. <laughs> now, the best is when they would punch him, and he'd just go, uh-uh. Punch him again, uh-uh. Well, Ultimate Warrior had tassels hanging from his, his bicep. He sure did. Yeah. He looked like a, a bicycle from yeah. 18, uh, 1986. Yeah, he looked like a bicycle handlebar. <laughs> one, one, of my, one of my first memories of wrestling was the Ultimate Warrior versus Tatanka. And they both had, like, the tassels and, like, the, the frilly boots. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> uh, after the break, uh, today's topic, songs to be played out loud. We'll, we'll chop it up and we'll play we'll play our song. And I want you to turn it up and rip off the knob. Yeah. <laughs> Not if you're driving somebody else's car. Yeah. <laughs> Did I give it up? Damn it. No, you're no, good. I didn't give anything up. 
Do they have sausage fingers, Jeff? <laughs> you I press weird buttons. About. I don't know. I think it's all sound. I hope great. I dumped out of it. I don't want to give it away. You're fine. Does anybody know if you if you're listening on the uh, on the radio? On the radio. Did you hear the song that was played? Yeah, that's the song. Tweet us. Tweet yeah, because that's the song we're gonna play for your uh, for the songs the back, to be played. Get the backup out loud. ready in case we ruin the surprise. Ah man, Moon, I blew it. I blew it. I know. I heard. I blew it. I double click something. Well, anyway, uh, welcome back. It's the Riz Show. Hey man, thanks for having us. And uh, today's topic: songs to be played out loud. Songs to be played. I mean, not out loud, but loud. Period. Loud period. So didn't we have something like this for the uh, 30 day song challenge? Yep. Yeah. Like this, <clears throat> this very, this very topic. And I forget what we picked. I'll have to go back and look. Hold on. I'm trying to. It was, was it Coldplay, Coldplay Yellow? It was not. It was not <laughs> Yellow. But I'll start with you, Jeff. Jeff, songs to be played loud. Um, this one was one of those that I really, really, really did like to think about, to be honest with you, and put some time into. And I went with some, some at least one newer song for like my backup kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Joe Cocker, you could leave your hat on. That's a that's a sexy song. That's a good and song. It's a really good song when you play it live. That or loud. That one's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, the other one is a new song, pretty reckless. Uh, Death by Rock and Roll, okay. which is a song that we are playing here. Which when it, it, I mean, especially the very beginning is so ridiculously good. But my choice is a one that's a little bit older. Lo-Fi All Stars, Battle Flag. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this, so a, you'd, you'd have this on in, the, in, in your, your Subaru? I, I would have it in the uh, on in the Subaru, but even more than that, this is a really good song to run to. Like once it, you know how it kicks in. This is a good cadence to run to. That's and that one. song is so much more filthy, <laughs> the uh, record version of it, than what you hear on the radio. But it's a good song. I, th- yeah, I like the energy. Song. I like the cadence to it. And I, and I think uh, I think I can dance to it. I'll give it a 10. Good song to be played loud. Moon, how yeah. about your picks? Songs to be played loud. Go ahead. Well, as my kids will tell you, I like all music loud. I'm a very loud listener regardless because I'm, I'm listening for everything. Production mm-hmm. tricks and this and that. Um, but when... When I saw this on the on the logo, the first start of bi- bands that I started getting into uh, in my mind were heavy bands. <clears throat> so I went with like um, something I was jamming on the new studio speakers the other day. Seven Dust, Rumblefish, and Dead Set, and Beautiful. All Seven Dust stuff. The louder it gets, mm-hmm. the more yeah. intense it hits. Uh, Blindside, Sleepwalking, and Caught a Glimpse from that Silence record. It's just one of those perfectly sounding records. You just have to do it loud. But... Probably don't know this. I'm into some random metal things, a a bunch of Swedish metal bands from the 90s and early 2000s, and this is a a particular song that when I hear, for some reason, just gives me adrenaline. This is a band called Soil Work. It's an old record, Natural Born Chaos. This song is called Song of the Damned, and it is just, I feel like I'm in in a jet. Like, this is a fighter jet plane. This is your song to be played loud. Yeah, I great pick. I man. used to yeah, thanks man. I used to warm up uh, if I was tired right before a show, I would throw this on the bus just a hundred volume. And it gets really intense and it's you know some uh, some solo stuff and some metal growls. Get you going, huh? Let's hear some lyrics. Right here. Oh 
chorus is killer, dude. And the solo, man, I swear you feel like you're in a dogfight in a plane. Soil work. Okay. What's that song? What's the song? Song of the Dam. All right. That's Moon's pick. All right, King Scott, give me some of your songs to be played. Alrighty, uh, yeah, this is kind of endless. I, I was thinking Apex Theory originally. There was um, and Blindside was another one I was going to go with, but I ended up kind of like Jeff trying to get some newer stuff out there. So Silver Sun um, pickups with their song Lazy, I think is amazing. An old school one that you guys will probably uh, laugh at here, but it's called Watermelon Man. is by Herbie Hancock. It's amazing, but I ended up with uh, Hysteria from Muse. That's a good one. Yeah. I like the song. The whole catalog you have to hear. Really yeah. I let uh, I let Patrico ultimately make the pick for today's uh, for today's uh, song to be played loud. But do you want to hear, hear some of my backups? I'll, I'll make I'll do mine and then okay. you can do yours. Uh, tell me if you think these songs should be played loud. Eddie Money, Two Tickets to Paradise. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. How about uh, this Aerosmith song? You know who this is? Oh, yeah. Back in the Saddle. Yeah, that song, Moon? Oh, What record was this? Uh, is this Toys in the Attic? I think so. The red and white one, maybe? I didn't have it. Never heard this. I don't know this. Did you guys not have Casey on your radio? I mean, this is this is before Love in an Elevator. This is like 70s. This is what established Aerosmith so they could do Love in an Elevator. I literally have never heard this song oh, in my really? life. Yeah, me neither. I think that's look that up, Jeff. What album that's on? It's on the the version I have pulled up is on Aerosmith's Greatest Hits, 73 to 88. Yeah. So it was early. It's early. It's early. I think it's Toys in the Attic or, or uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Get Your Wings. Oh, is that the greatest hits record? Back in the Saddle is from the album Rocks. Rocks. Another one that's a must was loud. We already talked about it before, but something else was, is Van Halen right now? Like, I mean, that. Oh, yeah. Dude, when that, when that piano and that everything, everything that's just hits, one. it's just. Uh, Kiss, so Detroit Rock City. Mm-hmm. That's a Turner Upper. ACDC's Jailbreak. You could have just said ACDC. I was yeah. trying to be Pacific. You're right. They kind of have one volume. <laughs> yeah. Like that, Loud. Just one tone from that band. I love it. Uh, Motley Crue. I had to throw some Motley Crue on here. Song to be played loud. This one. Hit it. I'm, I'm, hit I'm it. playing it. Oh, I put the wrong fader up. Here we go. Hit I it. hit it. Companies feel like making love. Uh, the Who. I picked a Who song, but kind of a weird one. Remember Eminence Front? Yeah. Oh my gosh, front. dude! Put on. Yeah. That's the coolest. It's got a weird intro, and it's. I think the whole back half is a guitar solo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that song is so dope. That's a really good song. Uh, ZZ Top had to put some ZZ Top on yeah. there. I think for the Riz Show 30 Day Song Challenge, we did Limp Biscuit rolling. Oh, yeah. Dude, you don't know Eminence Front? 
Probably. I, I, I don't know the name of it. Dude, but when you hear it, you're like, on. yeah. When you hear it, you're like, this is. I mean, this is soundtrack, like a, like yeah. A, like some kind of sequence, like a synthesizer kind of sequence at the beginning. We got a lot of nice girls. This is the bar. You turn it up right now. I'm ready. He always sounds like he's got something in his cheek. Um, just chewing on some candy. Uh, I had to pick one Smashing Pumpkins song. I'm not the biggest Smashing Pumpkins fan. Uh, I do like some of their songs. Uh, I'll go Gish all day long, but that's, that's after that. Dude, here we go. This is from Gish. Remember this song? Not yet. I think this is track one off Gish. Rhinoceros was a single, right? Yes. You know the song, Tony? Yep. Moon? Uh, no, this wasn't my favorite record. I think you would dig this. Does uh, feel good? What happened? Yeah. Uh, Neil Young rocking the free world, Soundgarden, Spoonman, Stunt of Pilots, Wicked Garden, uh, uh, Led Zeppelin. Jeff, what's the what's the vocal here? Ah! <laughs> Allison Chains, We Die Young, uh, Chili Peppers, Higher Ground, Metallica, Master of Puppets, uh, Primus, Jerry was a race car driver. Those are those are all. On Ooh, my list. how about Bodies? That'd be a good one from Drowning Pool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good. One. All right, what about you, Tony? Uh, so my backups were uh, Walk by Pantera, uh, Limp Bizkit, My Generation. Uh, Deftones, Bored, mm. uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing. That's not a song that you turn down. No. Uh, also, uh, Isley Brothers, Shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a loud one. But I think ultimately, when I think of a song that is, I need like like doing the stuff for the blues and doing the stuff for the Battlehawks. Hey, we need a good rocking, pump up, amp song. It's got to be this song by Wolf Mother, Joker and the Thief. Yeah, I ruined the surprise before I played a little piece of it. So Damn I'm, it. I'm people had something to look forward to. Turn it up. You yeah, had a few calls about it. Today's topic, songs to be played loud. It's the Riz Show. Today's topic, songs to be played loud. That was Wolf Mother, Joker, and the Thief. Uh, people on uh, the uh, the Twitter here. Kid Rock, Ball with the Ba. Great song. Mm -hmm. So many Kid Rock songs. Ooh La La, Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything from The Urge. Somebody said uh, Danger Zone from Kenny Loggins. You want to talk about a workout record, uh, Jeff, if you're looking up for run stuff. All, yes, the, all the Run the Jewels stuff is really good. It's just got oh, all it's awesome. good good pacing, and it's all the right like tempo and feel to keep you going, and, and it's just very steady. I will check it out. Thank you. Uh, Cult of Personality from uh, Living Color. Good one. Oh, that's out there. Any of the wrestlers' theme songs could be. Autographs turn off the radio. All right, tomorrow's topic, favorite song of 2001. 
I'm going to leave it up to Jeff Burton. Yeah. That was my year, if you remember. Jeff Burton, your choice tomorrow. Oh, thanks, man. Now I'm nervous. Favorite song of 2001. I hope I can carry the torch for I you. I hope you can. You know what happened the last time you gave him a song to pick. We're all yeah. counting on you. Still tough to buy shoes, only nine toes. Mm. <laughs> he went the doors and caused a great controversy. Oh, that's right. Never forget. Yes. Show. Let's, see if they, let's, see if, let's see if the doors reissued anything in yeah, 01. Yeah, I was say, the doors put anything out. <laughs> well, let's see. What's his name? Ian Astbury was uh, touring with them for a while, so... Uh, speaking of pressure, uh, King Scott and your headline goo up next. You better bring it. All righty, I will. All right. We'll see. <laughs> All right, yes, I will. What's up? It's Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. Other songs to be played loud, uh, Monster Magnet, Space Lord. Remember that, Remember that tune? Anything White Zombie. Somebody said Supercharger Evan. Good one. Anything Rage. Anything Rage. I used to play softball. One of my great friends for a 15, 20-year period, I used to play softball, doubleheader softball league with him out at Whitecliffe. Mm -hmm. And it was turn on some Rage, and he'll go up there and just park one in the bleachers. Oh, yeah? That gets him going? Oh, my God. Gets he, the juices He flowing. would literally say, oh, shouldn't have put on Rage, and then <laughs> we'd have to get another ball from there. Yeah, end. you done yeah. did it. Uh, I know uh, Ballpark Village is now open. Opened yesterday. Yeah, man. And you were down at the new place, Sports and Social? Yeah, that opens on Wednesday. Oh, that's, so that's officially open Wednesday. Yeah, that's open on Wednesday. Um, and so tell me what, what it's all about, Sports so and Social. So it is uh, a, a very open space. It's right there in the new po portion of Ballpark Village. Mm -hmm. And they have, first off, let's talk about the food. The food is fantastic. They had some pulled pork tacos, some chicken taco, some uh, quesadillas, I think is how you say it. Mm -hmm. uh, they had this little quiche thing that was incredible. Every item of food, they brought out a slider. I'm not an avocado guy. They brought out a slider that had like some avocado spread on top of it. Dude, it was incredible. Like One of the best things I've ever had. It wasn't guacamole, but it was close to that. But it was so damn good, dude. It was so good. And they, and they have, like, bar games, too? So they have skee-ball. It's called guacamostly. They, yeah, yeah. What's Tony, what's the place called again? Sports and social. Um, they have, like, skee-ball, pop-a-shot, bubble hockey, air hockey, shuffleboard, ping-pong tables. They even have two of those mini bowling lanes. Oh, cool. Nice. Well, I'm telling you, fast lane... Over on ESPN Radio, I'm sorry, the Fast Lame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll be broadcasting live from there tomorrow, starting at 2. I'm showing up. So what you're saying is the theme mm -hmm. is like sports and socializing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sports the, and social, right? And, I think, and I think I huh. said I said this to Riz this morning. <laughs> like, it's the ideal place for like, my buddies are all going out and I don't drink. But if you go there, that's a place I can have fun. Like a lot of fun. Well, do we have a bullhorn? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we could try, probably find one. I do on like a megaphone. I think that's what he's looking for. He's looking for like you're looking for like uh, uh, '80s wrestling Jimmy Hart. Oh, because I'm yelling. going down there tomorrow. <laughs> I have one of those. If that's if you need. Can you bring it in? Sure. Yeah. Does yours have a siren button on it? It does have a siren. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. it has a siren. Yeah. You don't buy the one oh, without a God, siren. Wait a I remember this thing. We used to play with it in the old office. Yep. And it's oh, louder than hell. The blue and yeah. gala, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Riz, you remember yeah. this? Oh, yeah. Remember, they would be downstairs, and they'd hit the button, and we'd go, what the hell is oh, yeah. happening? Bring it in. Bring it in. Yes. Bring okay. it in tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. I'm going out to Ballpark Village tomorrow. I'm going to Sports and Social, as those guys are broadcasting, and I'm going to start yelling out of that megaphone. I like it. Remind me, though, if you could, this evening. Oh, come on, man. Write it mean? down. Okay, fine. 
<laughs> wow, Tones, the food looks amazing. It is. Who's coming with me tomorrow? Anybody? Me. Depends on what time. Thank you. Three o'clock. Oh. Ish. <laughs> Put me down as a maybe. Okay. I should be available. Okay. But I don't want to commit yet. <laughs> all for one, one for all. Hey. Yeah. All for hey. one and all you right. and Scott. <laughs> I, I, I had, the fast had, lame guys don't even know Scott's on the show. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you should hate them more than yeah. everyone. Oh, Infiltrate. I had a, convers- I had a conversation, with, conversation with Scott earlier, and I said, hey, man, will you be willing to represent me in this? And he goes, absolutely. But I can only represent one person, so Moon and Jeff are on their own. Darn it, anyway. That's a bummer for you guys. Yeah, it really is. I wish right, I'd have well, thought I'm of that. I'm going. I'm going down there. Save me some of those guacamole sliders because I'm going to have three. Guacamostly. Mm. Yeah, the guacamostly. <laughs> now I got. Now I got to look and see on their menu what it's actually called. All right, Scott, you ready? I am. It's time for your segment. <laughs> Don't screw it up. He tried to say the guacamole thing and he messed it up. I was like, man, save yep. your syllables, brother. I know. <laughs> yeah, you need them all. I've already used way too many today. Case gone, your headline go. Ground beef from some Walmarts have been recalled due to E. coli concerns. Specifically, Walmart was concerned that beef did not have enough E. coli. Uh, okay. timing, was, it is, timing was a bit off on that one. It is guacamole, by the way. Okay. It's pepper jack cheese, guacamole, and ranch dressing. All oh, timing. That does sound good. Timing. Hello. A megalodon tooth was discovered in South Carolina. Locals have never seen anything like it before. You know, a tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Scott, you're brutal. (laughs) A new study shows young men are having a lot less sex these days, mainly because the lockdown has prevented Madonna from going on tour. Don't say dinner. What? <laughs> British scientists have estimated there are 36 intelligent alien races living in our galaxy. If this is true, it brings the number of intelligent races in our galaxy to 36. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Scott hates humans. I know. 24-Hour Fitness has filed for bankruptcy and has closed one quarter of their gyms. They said that they had, or they said they either had to reduce the number of gyms by 25% or change the name to 18-Hour Fitness. Oh, and the right, signs we'll have already been one. made. Man. Hey, star, Scott, star Scott that one, and we'll come 24. back. Hey, star that one, we'll come Shoot. back. Okay, we'll we circle around, around back. Circle around for that one. Uh, uh, get a pen. Pass. We'll go hey, later. Can I borrow a pen? All right. An online petition suggests replacing Confederate memorials in Tennessee with statues of Dolly Parton. Although, if you're honoring Dolly Parton, wouldn't it be more appropriate if instead of statue, you use a bust? Former Honey Boo Boo star Mama June Shannon revealed she spends $2,500 a day on meth, or it's known in Arkansas, moderation. <laughs> U.S. national pride has fallen to an all-time low. Some people are blaming the government, some say it's racial inequality, and some blame it on our failed response to the pandemic. But all these people are missing the real, the real issue here, the Tiger King. And finally, the Oscars are being postponed until April of 2021. But don't worry, I've got a feeling our favorite celebrities will still manage to find a way to instruct the rest of us idiots exactly what to think. Thank God. And may the goo be with you. Need that. Thank you, Scott. You'll we'll get him next time. Buddy. I did. <laughs> and also, thank you. If he's not going to say. I did see a, a funny meme uh, yesterday that said, "2020 is such a terrible year that Tiger King seems normal." Yep. Yeah. How is it that's the most normal thing in the past couple I months? I know. It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy couple months. Huh, kids? Yeah, yeah. It really has. Huh, kids? Yeah. You know, it's just, you know what we need? <laughs> Baseball. <laughs>
The Rizzuto Show, sports. Because you know what? Baseball is going to be there for us, and I can't wait to. That's right. I can't wait for the. For the boys of summer. When's the first pitch today? Well, no. Uh, Little day so, baseball? Oh, look at this weather. This is baseball weather, oh, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's pass time. Don't screw this up, fatty. And sports is brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Yesterday, we talked about how Rob Manfred said that it was 100% certainty that baseball would happen. Well, he's the commissioner. He's the commissioner. He's the commissioner. You know, he's going to be anybody he knows, he then, do that. He then went and said the that, out. you know, there is a... There is a Ability for him to go. The season starts today. Didn't he say 100%? 100% certainty, he said. And then he was on a show yesterday and he said this. Well, I know the owners are 100% committed to getting baseball back on the field. Um, unfortunately, I can't tell you that I'm 100% certain that's going to happen. Ah. I'm not confident, uh, uh, Mike. I, I, I think there's real risk. And um, as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. Yeah, that's posturing on his side, wasn't it? He said, posturing. He said, Moike. Is he from Rhode you, Island? Don't you think he was trying to make the uh, the players look bad? Like, hey, they're not negotiating with us. Uh, I guess we're not going to have baseball. Yeah. I don't know why he was Jerry Seinfeld, but no, I, I, you know, one side's blaming the other side. Right, but mm -hmm. I'm saying this is him going, hey, we're probably not going to have baseball, throwing it yeah, in their players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Moike. And they both, they both Thank you, Mike. I don't know where he's from. Thank you, Moike. He sounds like he's from Cranston. Oh. <laughs> The commissioner is now not confident. I'm not confident either. Yeah. How far apart are they? Very far. Very apart. far. So far that after Manfred said this, uh, Bryce Harper tweeted the Philadelphia Eagles and said, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, looking for somebody? Wow. So it's bad. What a bummer, dude. This is going to crush baseball. Yep. It's, it's crush. not just going to crush so baseball. Dumb. It's going to crush, like, everything. Everything. Ballpark Village. So, yeah, all the, those. The Come bars, on, the hotels. The, I mean, the, the whole, there's a thousand businesses well, that rely on that if business. If anything, if anything, there weren't going to be any fans in the stands anyway. Yeah. They'd have been in the bars. They would have yep. been in the bars watching. Yeah, Ah, ah. Well, the Associated Press obtained a letter from the Major League Baseball uh, officials in which the league said several players and staff have tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, the 2020 season obviously still on hold. And the uh, owners, they said that one of the things in their proposal from the MLB uh, PA, the Players Association, is like an opt-out, like Moon, you play for the Detroit Tigers. No, baseball I don't. Is, baseball is back in session, but you want to opt play. out. Like, but I want to still get paid. I fear for my safety. What to do? That's one of the things that they're so far uh, uh, apart on. And now they're saying that coaches and staff members That's are testing positive. Speaking of testing positive, Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. He was among the NFL players who tested positive for COVID-19. Zeke then went on to say that he feels uh, his HIPAA rights were violated. And a reporter then made sure to clarify, journalists reporting on the NFL players who test positive aren't covered entities under HIPAA and so aren't violating HIPAA. Often employees and representatives as like outside of the healthcare uh, area, they aren't covered entities. So he could well a reporter could say a whatever. A doctor, wants. a doctor right. who then who leaks your information mm -hmm. is. Right, but he was uh, Ezekiel Elliott when uh, after the guy who posted like Ezekiel Elliott is one of the players that tested positive. Well, that's such a gray area. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, but I, I think you know reporters are protected yeah. from Maybe reporters are, but I mean it should Not be the pretty doctor. it should be pretty easy to see his source. Yeah. And say, hey, man, well, we the that's testing. a big deal, yo. Where did we get the testing from? It could you know. be easy, but then again, writers are infamous for not giving up their sources. Yeah. Right. You and, know what I'm saying? That's, 
Yeah, but, but I mean, how many who stuck a bomb up your nose? That's you, the thing. How many people knew Ezekiel Elliott tested positive? There's only there can only be a handful of people. It should be yeah, easy to find. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, fewer than a handful you'd yeah. think. So several players from the Cowboys and the Texans have tested positive. Uh, none of the players who tested positive have been identified except for Ezekiel Elliott. Dude's got a point, though, man. Dude's got a point. Because, I mean, who knows? You know, there's a thousand things that could have happened with this virus. And if people yeah. are outing you for it, ah, uh, former, yeah. former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick has not played since 2017. But Commissioner Roger Goodell said he is encouraging teams to sign him. He said, listen, if he wants to resume his career in the NFL, then obviously it's going to take a team to make that decision. But I welcome that. I support a club making that decision, and I encourage them to do that. Now, speaking of the 49ers, Kaepernick's old team, Kyle Shanahan just signed a new six-year contract all the way through 2025. This is a, a, a six-year extension on top of, like, a massive extension he just got. This is a guy that took a team that went 10-11 and 11 in his first season and now is just killing it. And who would have thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would have been the answer, but he was. Janine Garoppolo Jimmy was Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, yes. Jimmy uh, Garoppolo, yes. Finally here, the United States Tennis Association is moving ahead with its plan to start the U.S. Open on August 31st. No fans going to be present, and uh, they are going to do a number of precautions like uh, testing. Uh, and, like, according to them, they're going to do, like, rigorous testing like you will be tested multiple times in a week just to make sure like after every match you're going to be tested before every match just to make sure that you are all good to go i'm patrico that's your sports and boom goes the dynamite there is udo show headline hoosh brought to you by mort's royce jewelry the exclusive jeweler of the race show all right today's headline hoosh story comes to us from the great state of kentucky now believe it or not bestiality isn't illegal in all 50 states oh no why are you laughing? Where do you think this is going, Scott? Uh, somewhere good, I'm sure. Wholesome. So, again, bestiality is not illegal in all 50 states. There are actually four states where it's not. Jeff, can you name those four, please? <laughs> I, really I, don't have my paperwork. I don't have my paperwork with me. Or oh, I thought like you that. had them off the top of your head. Hawaii, New Mexico, and Wyoming, and Festus. <laughs> I thought it was so bad Florida would be on the list twice. No, no, it's West Virginia. No, it's Hawaii, New Mexico, Wyoming, and West Virginia. Okay. That list used to include Kentucky, which just got around to making bestiality illegal last year. So congrats to these two deviant trailblazers who are now the first people to feel the wrath of that law. Congratulations, 50-year-old Christopher Jones and 44-year-old Noel Horn. Uh, they were just indicted under the new law for sexual crimes against an animal. Isn't Norrell Horn? Isn't he part of One Direction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in November last year, something happened with these two uh, and a dog uh, in Maysville, Kentucky. I don't know who did what with the dog, but we know that after an investigation, they were both arrested. They're both facing felony charges. So congratulations to these two. The first to be charged with bestiality in the state of Kentucky. Great. Honor. And that's today's headline hoosh. So that goes on to like a welcome to Mayville, Kentucky, right? Home of the first two to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, after the break, we're going to make our real fake picks. 
Hey, what up? It's Jay Farrell. You listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey. Have a good day. See you later. So June is a National Candy Month. So the website CandyStore.com just shared the most popular candy in every state based on sales numbers. Ooh, we've talked about this around holidays, but I wonder just in general. This is straight up sales numbers. I remember this from last year, and I don't think we will ever get the Missouri one. Isn't this something like Kit Kat or something? That's what I think it is. It's well, Kit let me Kat. let me give you the stats here. The, the results are kind of surprising, mainly because Reese's Peanut Butter Cups did so poorly. Hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. That is laughable. You're right. It's just, you got to laugh at that. They were only number one in seven states, which put them in third place. And Reese's Pieces didn't win a single state. I love Reese's Pieces. Oh, there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better. I, I'd, I'd rather have peanut butter cups, but Reese's, Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces are so good that when you get to that point, which every candy has, you get to that point where you start tasting the plastic, you start tasting the, the fakeness. Reese's Pieces are so good, you go, oh, I'm going to push right through this. I love this anyway. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tasted the plastic when it came to Reese's Pieces. Oh, no. I mean, if you ever bought a big bag... I've done the big bag thing. And what just happened to your voice? Oh, no, you ever bought a big bag? <laughs> no, I'm saying like, I know what you're saying. If you get to small packages, you're never going to get to that yeah, point. I'm, but I'm with the big bag, you will get to that point. I'm also a handful guy, which Mallory is constantly giving me crap. I, I finished off a uh, uh, bag of chocolate chips yesterday, and I handfulled the last one. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. And she goes, do you think you would have uh, noticed the three that you could have offered me? I was like, oh, nah. probably not. But on the on that with the Reese's Pieces, I'll go handfuls and, you know. Well, the, the Reese's Pieces, the, you get the crunch and then it's just so soft mm, and, so and peanut buttery. <laughs> yeah. mm. Are you yeah, a, are you a one at a time or a couple at a time, like a pinch? I'll go a couple at a time. Oh, see, I'm a mouthful. Yeah, I'm a handful and then uh, wash down with a big old glass of milk, ice cold. So M and M's, M and M's won 13 states. Again, these are based on sales numbers. Regular M and M's. Regular M and M's. Number one in thirteen states. I don't. I don't get That's that. my favorite M and M. Yeah, but those are baking ingredients. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could say I'll that about regular, Reese's I'll pieces. I'll take regular M and M's. Fine with that. Yeah, but it never puts me in a different state. You know, it's always like, oh, that was good. My my daughter got the ones in the green package. The M and M's in the green package. Uh, I forget what they're called. They're Mint? terrible. Those are best ones. No, I like the pretzel ones. Those are blue package, right? Ah, man. What are the different types of M&M's now? There's so many varieties. Peanut butter yeah. is, is the top dog. That's the king. The, the green package is the mints or crispy. Crispy. I don't like those. I don't mm. mind those. I don't, I don't like mind those either. I don't like them. It kind of tastes like an arrow bar. A little uh, bit. Uh, I don't know what an arrow bar tastes like. Oh, it's got like the green bubbles. It's just like a really light nougat or whatever no. you call it. Yeah, it's got whatever it was, I didn't love it. I mean, are you guys with me with the orange pack? The the peanut the peanut butter M and M's. Yep. Nothing touches that. Oh, right that's yeah. the yeah, best king of the hill. Those are good. The peanut butter M and M's. Yeah, yeah. Those I know peanut M and M's. No, peanut no, butter. Yeah. Peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter is number one. Are you would missing I just out? Reese's Pieces. Then you will because have no chocolate. more enemies in your life after you have peanut butter M and M's. Those are number one, and then peanut number two. Yeah. Happy man. I don't know if makes I had you. those. Oh man, I'm missing out. Oh my Dude, god, you really are. Moon, moon. We were in the old studio. And they used to have that E-Mart or whatever it was. I used to eat Moon buckets. used to eat the, the share size package. Moon used to eat one of those a day, three days a week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, and I'm not joking. Oh, yeah. Like, in front of you. I yeah. probably ate more. I'm going to go buy you some now. There, there's got to be some in there. If there is, go buy them. You've never had a peanut butter M&M? I, I'm, he has. I, I know he the has. entire audience is freaking you out. Have. Hey, Moon, I haven't either if you find one. Okay, hang on. Skittles won 10 states. 
Reese's Peanut Butter Cups won seven states. Go, go, get go get them if they have them. Sour Patch Kids won four states. Snickers won four states. Jolly, Ra- Jolly Ranchers. What? I know there's still a thing. Jolly Ranchers won three states. Oh, they're the peanut butter M&Ms. I don't think I've had those. Uh, well, Dude. you are missing out. That's insane. Yeah, they and are I fantastic. believe I do have a pack at my house of those. Yeah, well, you should eat them. <laughs> like, I think the kids may have gotten a pack of those. That party size pack, too. You should eat them. Oh, man. I should. Well, if Moon could procure some right now, I will eat some. I don't think they have them over there. They may. Uh, Starburst, uh, Starburst won two states, Twix two states, and Kit Kat won two states. The only thing that's in there M&M-wise is the peanut peanut, uh, peanut M&M's. Or something. Close yeah. enough. Butter. Yeah. But the, the shel- shelf uh, is empty. So, unfortunately, they don't have uh, in stock right now the peanut butter M&M's, but you haven't had these Frito chili cheese uh, chips. I've either. had those before. Oh, shoot, oh, then I'll God. have to eat yeah. these. Okay. Uh, I got those for you to try. <laughs> I'm glad you got a snack. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. I got those for you to try, I didn't think. I've had those. Oh, bummer. Um... So what? What about Missouri? What? What was our best-selling candy? If it's anything like last year, it's Kit Kat. It's Kit Kat. Is it really? Yeah, it's Kit Kat. Yeah, I think I, I think that was in my brain because um, we had talked about that before, and it was the same for Halloween. Uh, Swedish Fish had one state, Kentucky. Milky Way, one state, New Hampshire. The fish with the news story we just had from Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are you guys Swedish fish? No, no. Oh, I love them. It I'll tastes like them. they taste like linoleum. <laughs> if you get the soft ones, and I don't know which brand makes the the really they, soft they, ones. When they go hard, it's over. Oh yeah, yeah. that's they yeah. are. And they're jujubes. They are filling destroyers. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that's really sticky, or is oh, that juju? Yeah. Juju, juju fruit. No, no, juju fruit is is gum, right? Or that's juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. fruit. Yeah. It's. Ju- Ju- uh, the little dots. It's ju- is it juju bees? Juju fruit. Juju fruit. Juju fruits. <laughs> juju fruits. Yep. And those are the ones that are. Yeah, oh, no, it's juju oh, fruits. Yeah, juju. J U J Y fruits. I was right. And then okay. the you make me question things. And then the Not ones. Okay. The ones that are so crazy uh, soft are dots, but when those go stale. Oh man. Oh yeah. They're oh, in the same category, Swedish fish for me. Eh. I like it. Eh. I like it. They should be sold by dentists because they just take your yeah. teeth out. Yeah. So now we know Kit Kats. And I'm okay with Kit Kats. I'm going to get you some uh, peanut butter M&M's. Because I'm, I'm telling I was, you, man, I was telling the fellas, I think I had them at home. Uh, but I've never had them. I've never eaten them. Oh, you, you should try it. You should try it. They, they really are just by far the best okay. M&M ever made. Next time I'm at a gas station, I will buy, I promise, some peanut butter M&M's. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Perfect road I trip. I love peanut Make butter. sure you get a little thing of milk, too. Okay. Makes you happier. All right, let us do this. All right, folks, here we are. It's week number three in our Real or Fake competition sponsored by... Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet. Okay. So, here are the standings through week number two. Moon is our solitary. By himself, king of cans with eight points. Now, he, he got those eight points because he was the first person to ever get a five-point boob sweep. Darn right. Uh, myself and Tony right behind with seven points each. Jeff Burton, six points. King Scott, five points. Yes. This is the pressure luck punishment. So it's one point for each correct answer. Real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong with your lock. Unless you lock on a fake. If you lock fake, 
three points if you're correct. Minus one point. And I dare you. I dare you. I dare you guys. This could be the week. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. This could be the week that somebody locks fake. Bring it on. Just like Moon did that one time. Mm-hmm. Gotta be bold. Roll the dice. It's the Hail Mary. All right, so let's begin with a description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, lovely lady laying back. She is tugging on her bra, maybe doing a little lifting, maybe doing a little accentuating on her own. Uh, this is a very nice bra. This almost looks like a professional photo is here. A, uh, is that a bra or is that like a, that's not a swim top, is it? No. Yeah, I think it could be. Oh, I didn't see that at a all. A lot of those swim tops are kind of designed to look like this type of push-up yeah. bra with the, you know, not not a wire, but whatever it is. I don't know. I see yeah, a lot well, of swimsuits that look like that right yeah, now. Yeah, that's. I, I'm not sure. It could, it could be either way. But I, I like the composition of the picture, mm-hmm. the color of the picture, the subject of the picture. <laughs> and I will uh, I'll make the first pick here. <laughs> and I'm thinking these. I'm thinking these are fake. I'm thinking photo number one, fake. Tony Patrico. Uh, I have gone real. I, I think, man, this, this, is gonna, this is gonna be a pixel all over the place this week. Yeah, I agree. Who's coming with me, Moon? You know what? I was on your Who's boat. Who's coming with me? And uh, no, I changed my mind. I have brought these up probably three or four times as the show has gone on, and I ended up writing down real. Good for her. Jeff, who's coming with me? Dude, I'm right there with you with the fake thing until I scratched it up and put real. Okay. <laughs> King Scott's my buddy. Hey, Come I always on, got King you back. Scott. I went real. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Man, the top of the right one, though, has really got me worried. Yeah, this I whole mean, thing's got me worried. Right. Initially, I just said, oh, real. But then the more I looked at it, and, and you're right, with her pulling it up like that, it just makes it such a 50-50. This I don't is know, man. I'm, I'm rolling pick. the dice here. I'm rolling the dice. <sighs> if I were if I were not in the lead, I would go fake on this. Oh, man. Okay, wow. well, I'm on fake island. Not a great place to be. Uh, on to photo number two, please, a description. Photo number two, this is a lovely lady sitting out doing some tanning, and uh, we're getting kind of the, uh, from the top of her forehead looking down view. Wow, right? Wowie. Wowie's It's Zowie. like she was walking around with a GoPro on her head and then fell down. Look at that. That's the Golden Valley of the Himalayas. Certainly. <laughs> Drive a truck through there, couldn't you? <laughs> All right, uh, Moon, what do you think? Photo number two. These were very, very, very confusing for me. I went back and forth as well on this, and I just ended up saying, good for her, real. Jeff Burton. I did the same exactly as Moon, except for I went real. (laughs) Tony. Uh, I have gone fake. Okay. Uh, I have gone real. And King Scott. I went real. By the way, we were both correct. Juju Bees is also a candy, and they changed it to Juju Fruits. Oh. Juju Fruits. Hmm. All right. Now we know. Well, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> everything feels right. Yeah, yeah everything is right now. in the world now. <laughs> and uh, finally, a description of photo number three, please. Uh, photo number three, this lovely lady here has the world's tightest tank top on, and it is very cold wherever yes. she is. Yes, it is. And we thank you for this photo. Uh, yeah, very tight tank top. Uh, turkey's done. <laughs> Both turkeys are done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go with you, King Scott. Photo number three, real or fake? This was my toughest one, but I went ahead and went real. Tony Patrico. Without question, hardest pick of the week, real. 
I have gone fake. Wow. Two fakes. Damn. Good work. Two fakes. Good work. I don't know if it's good work or not. I really could have screwed myself. Jeff. I went right along with you and said fake and left it as fake. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Moon. (sighs) Good for her real. (laughs) Are you scared to be with me, Jeff? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm just scared to ever say fake, huh. to be honest with you. Well, I tell you, there's going to be some kind of movement this week as far... Well, it all depends on the locks. Whew. I told you, man, this is going to be... This is a week that's all over the place. Man, And I am fakes. scared. Man. Two fakes for me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody is fake. You know, every picture has a fake on it. Yep. Wow. All right, let's go to our locks. Man. Our most confident picks. Two points if you're right. Zero points like that if you're wrong. Unless you lock on a fake. Three points if you're right. Negative one if you're wrong. We start with King Scott. Your lock of the week. Well, I'm really thrilled with this lock now after you guys <laughs> discussed it. But I locked on number one real. Lock number one real. Damn Ooh, it. Lost some points. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. I locked um, uh, boobs number two real, please. Okay. I think that's a good choice. Uh, Tony Patrico, your lock of the week. I have locked in number one real. Ah, sweet. And I have locked number two real. So I'm with you, Jeff. Yes, sir. That's a good place to be, man. Check the numbers. All right, we go to the king of cans. What's insane is, and this never bodes well for me. I just need to look at them once, vote, and that's it. But like I said, I kept bringing them up, and I locked on each one at a different point. Well, that's you can't do that. I think you lost all your points. I can't leave it? Nope. Don't don't you forfeit all your points? I wish I would have left my lock on number one, but I didn't. I locked real. Good for her, number two. Okay. Nice. Well, uh, Jeff, I think that's... What do you think about that? I think we should just go ahead and put our points down now. <laughs> It'll be fine. So we're locked with the King of Cans. Yeah. Tony and King Scott are locked on number one, a, a photo which I've gone fake on. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Zowies. <sighs> no one's locked on a fake, though, so... No, no I, I kind of thought King Scott would. Yeah, I almost did, but... They all seem fake to me this week. So I was really <laughs> close to locking yeah, in on number three. Point. I couldn't decide which one. <laughs> yeah, same here, Riz. Man. All right, there they are. Thank you, ladies, Dang. For, your, Dang. for your pictures. Dang it. Thank you all for going to 1057thepoint.com slash cans and making your picks results on Friday. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. If you missed anything on the program... And we thank you all for tuning in. Uh, hit up the blog and the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Ooh, everything we cover every day is always on the uh, show notes blog. Headline Hooge, Riz News, crap on celebrities. We even had some food news today uh, thrown in on the blog. Check it out. Use it as a reference point if you missed something or you only got half a story or you just want to see exactly what we did today. It's all on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today it's titled, I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> 
see where that is. It's a little Easter egg. Our titles are little Easter eggs for the podcast. If you didn't get to listen to every single minute of the show, you can on the podcast, all directories. Please share. If you haven't already, if you're like an iTunes, um, you know, an Apple podcast user, do the uh, rating and review. That helps other people across the uh, across the world actually find the Riz Show. So be a Riz Evangelist. Yep. And be uh, mighty nice. For your health. Yep. Also, uh, tell your friends about the Greek Fire Live show at the pageant this coming Saturday. Yeah. 9 o'clock. It's on uh, Facebook Live. It's on the pageant's website and uh, hi-fi, H-Y-F-I.com. They've already had a few shows up there, and I believe you can watch the Mighty Pines one back just to sort of get a, a, a feel of it. Dude, it's beautiful. you got to see the setup. I can't. I cannot say enough about how amazing this is going to run. I was really apprehensive at first. I was like, oh, it'll be a fun live stream. This is... First of all, the pageant, everybody that's involved, everybody that works at the pageant and uh, the the, uh, the production company that does the, the video, everybody's going all out. Wait till you guys see what well, we I can't do. wait. It's so cool. And obviously, there's going to be a donate button there and all the, uh, all the proceeds go to uh, the Gateway Resilience Fund. So this is all for charity. If you're not able to tune in live, it will be uh, up there later. But please tune in live. It's, uh, it'll be such a better experience. So that's uh, Saturday night, 9 o'clock on the uh, Facebook page of the pageant or hi-fi.com, H-Y-F-I.com. Yes. Anything else, fellas? Uh, nah, Jeff. man, that's it, that's bro. It, man. Hey, man. No? Nah. Okay. That's it. Well, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Layla. Both locations now offering carry on a curbside delivery at Layla. Nathan Mench from St. Louis is the Team Riz member of the day. Hey, Nathan. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires and expert auto service. Get into Dobbs today. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.